welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I'm really excited about tonight. I've been home from my adventure for about a week now, so I'm starting to get settled back in and find everything. And and, uh, and it's nice to be able to just breathe and relax now. You know, I got my clean laundry, and and <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, it's nice, unfrazzled, relaxed. Had a great trip. Had a great week. And I'm really happy to be here. We have a bunch of stuff to go through tonight, so I'm going to try to do this quickly. I want to remind you, if you would like to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. Looking at our callers, we have, oh, we got Shelly on there, Levi, Mama's here, Stan, Stanley, Brother O. All right, so... Great callers in the lineup. Getting ready to come on in just a little bit, but let's get through some of this other stuff first. <laughs> if you're interested in putting together a writer's workshop with us, you can do so by contacting me. Probably on Facebook would be the easiest. If you're not on my contacts, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A, like New York, Los Angeles, Alicia, last name Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. Shoot me a message and let me know what you'd like to put together. Your workshops can be anywhere from three uh, three hours to 30 minutes to three hours long, depending on how much time you need. We'll just... Open the mic and get you started. You can record these on your computer, pre-record them, and send them to me in an MP3 file. You can pre-record them by having me conference call with you and record it for you. Uh, or we can do a combination of both. We can do a live show and part of it pre-recorded with the workshop on it, and you can come on live and talk to callers and things like that, whatever you want to set up. You don't have to be a professional workshop provider in order to do this. You just have to have a passion for your craft and something you want to talk about. It doesn't have to be anything you really know anything about. Just pull up a uh, interwebs page on how to write a villanelle, and let's work on it together. Let's learn it together. So excited for those. The next thing I want to do, which is very, very important to me, probably the most important part of the entire show, is to thank our sponsors, those of you who stepped up to the plate in the year 2021 or in the year 2020 and helped us sponsor our 2021 broadcasting license. So all of you, thank you for helping us stay on the air for another year. This our here in the end of this month. Wow, it's already the 14th. I can't believe it's already the 14th. So this month, in a couple of weeks, last week of October, first week of November, we are celebrating our 15th year on the air. And I'm so excited and so proud. 15, that's a big one, you guys. You know, that's... That's three times as long as most most marriages. It's it's insane. It is absolutely insane, seriously, that we have been on the air this long without any bullshit, not a bunch of crap. You know, we've dealt with our trolls now and again, but we've never made a big deal out of it, so they haven't made a home here. You know, we don't we don't have bullshit going on between our listeners and our readers or the poets together. I mean, it's just an incredible, incredible community. I can't even tell you how in awe I am of you guys and what you've done in the last 15 years. You should all be so proud of this, all of you. So I want to run through the list really quick for our sponsors. 
for our 2021 broadcasting license, those who helped step up the plate and help pay part of those fees. We have Melvin Douglas Johnson, Todd Carter, Mama Vicki Aqua, Sean and Maddie Gullickson, Audrey Michelle, George Wiley, Bart Solarchek, Brad and Darling Kuhn, Uma Pochapalli, Christy Doherty, Douglas Curry, Eric Sheldon, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Gina Storm, Raymond Bentley, John Case, Paula Sweet, Timothy Melton, uh, Ronald P. Bremner, Kevin Kraft, Honey Parker, Karen DeWitt, Larry Teal, Robert McKee, Jade Mist, Rose Rosen, Christopher Ryan, Trina Pierce, Dennis Must, Barbara Cope Wilson, and anonymously in the name of Cherry Rose, Ray Neighbors, Charles C.B. Banks, Glenn Still, Philip Kent Church, Rick Smith, and King's Cadence. So there you go. Thank you, sponsors. Next thing we're going to do is your inspiration from the ink. I need like a little kazoo noise or a little track with a little tinkle, tinkle, tinkle noise or something like that. Inspiration from the inkwell. Well, well, something like that. We'll work on it. <laughs> if one of you want to record inspiration from the inkwell opening, I will upload to the show and play it if you want to send it to me. There you go. There's something to do. So anyway, let's get to that. Now, before we do, I want to, one of the things, <laughs> you guys are such smart asses, I'm telling you. Um, when I gave you, we did your, your workshop portion of the show last week, I gave you your writing prompts for the week, and I told you that all of them were inspired in some way by the trip that I just took. I was up there for 12 weeks. Those are 12 weeks. Oh, God, that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> I was up there for two weeks and um, you know, just got back last week. We talked about it just a little bit. But all of the prompts I gave you were inspired by things that happened to me on my trip. And I told you that to your homework was, guys, <laughs> so your homework was, and I even posted it on my page to remind you, that all of these prompts that I gave last week have something to do with my vacation trip. I want you to make a list of what you think might have inspired each one of them and then listen tomorrow and see how many of them you had right. And so then after that, I posted, you know, so did anyone do their homework this week? And I get replies like from my son, did I ever? I was like, no, you slept while I wrote your 20-page report on Wyoming. I still have it. I got an A. Terry comes on, Terry Geiger, that reminds me. I owe Mrs. Huge a book report from 1969. Thanks for the reminder. You're welcome, Terry. <laughs> James Roslin. No, not even not even any hint of remorse. Just bright green blazer and in my face. No. Jim Musgrave. A little bit of attitude there going on. No. I did what I wanted to do. It's my money. You can't. I can do what I want, Mom. <laughs> With a little gift. <laughs> And Paula Sweet, what was it? Ronald Diala, if you don't do your homework, you can't have any pudding. How can you have any pudding if you don't do your homework? And so I'm reading through these, and I'm just shaking my head, and I wrote, you are all just incorrigible, which James pops back on and says, or just incredible, with a picture of the Hulk flexing his muscles. <laughs> so I guess that answers my question on the homework. But I do want to run through those because I said that I would. And let you know, because it's fun doing, I mean, you guys don't know where I get these prompts every single week. But this week, it's 
every single one of them had something to do with HAP that happened to me on my two-week trip up into the high desert of Oregon on my fossil expedition. Yes, I am a paleo nerd. So I'm going to tell you what they were real quick. So the first one was Heart of the Beast. All right, so October 1st was the beginning of hunting season, and there were a lot of hunters going back and forth on the road, right? And one day I get this hunter that stopped by my camp and asked me if I would like the heart of the stag that he just killed, the deer he just killed. He said that, you know, he says, you know, don't think it's weird that I'm just stopping by and saying, hey, lady, you want a heart? It was really funny. Um, <laughs> uh, but he said his wife refused to cook them. And he didn't want to see it go to waste. And I'd been camping there for a while. He waved every, you know, they, every time they drove by in the mornings, they waved as I sat there waiting for the sun to come up. And uh, so it was like, yeah, it was awesome. So I sat there under the stars listening to the night noises while I'm eating the heart of the beast. It was pretty amazing. Fresh heart. So anyway, that was number one, heart of the beast. Number two, in the shadow of wild horses. So where I go, there are lots and lots of wild horse herds, right? And I was on about a 12-mile hike, and I stopped for a while under these two huge juniper trees. Isn't that a great word, juniper? Juniper trees. Next to, like, this overhanging cliff. You know, just, like, cool off in the shade for a while because it was really, really hot up there. Well, the next day, from the other side of the river on the valley, I was walking along the river bit, the river bank, and looking over to where I was sitting the day before, there was like 12, 15 wild horses taking refuge from the sun in the exact same spot. So we all, you know, we, we all, we, we, I, I was sitting where wild horses go to. You know, it was just, I don't know, you get it, it was weird. Anyway, so that was in the shadow of wild horses. The drowning sky, this one's really sobering. Um, while I was there, the reservoir uh, was completely down out of water. They had it completely open. And so what is normally this great big, huge, giant, giant lake is this great big, huge, deep valley. And there's only the finger of a river going down the middle of the valley and going out where the dam normally is. And so I went down. I wanted to walk across. I always wondered what it would be like because, I, you know, what it would be like to live there before you know, what it looked like before the dam was built. And so here I had a chance to find out. So I got out, and this I'm telling you, this lake is huge. So I'm on this, like, this 12-mile hike, right? And I'm walking down. This is the next day from seeing the horses. I'm walking down the opposite side of the river, and I find five graves. I find five dead people, four adults and one child. And they were, the graves were uncovered because the lake bed was dry. And... I mean, it was the first time I'd ever seen it anywhere near that low. It was absolutely crazy. So finding those graves really kind of put me in a weird place. You know, mostly it was like it was like this deep sadness or empathy. I, I just couldn't shake the feeling. I mean, whoever they were, they were buried there under this big, huge, wide-open, beautiful, wild sky with its warmth and wind perfumed like the juniper and the sage. And then they built the dam, and these people, whoever they are, were lost, buried under a giant lake in a cold, wet, deep, black, totally forgotten place until the, river, until the, the lake drained. And it made me so sad to know that their view would soon be once again that of the drowning sky. And then nothing but cold, silent darkness again. And it just made me sad that they were under there and nobody even knew who they were or anything like that. There was no markers. There was nothing, you know, saying that, that 
I mean, who were they? And one of them was slipping down the hill. There was part of a river. It was really crazy. Anyway, um, so yeah, the drowning sky. That's uh, that's what that one came from. Beautiful, lonely. That's simple. I always go on these trips alone, you know, and in the true wilderness. It's you know out there where everything is just wild, and and I really mean wild, and way way out, far from. You know, you really are out in the the feral of it. And it's when I do things like that, when I go places like that, that I'm absolutely the most in my element and the absolute happiest I've ever, I, I have ever been in my soul is when I get out there and just get lost like that. And so, you know, I always, you know, they say, well, how can you go out there for all that time all by yourself? And it's, I always say it's the most beautiful, lonely I know. Absolutely the most beautiful lonely I know. You know, lonely doesn't always have to be something negative. And in this place, it's the most beautiful thing in the world. So beautiful lonely, that's where that one is. Lasting impression. This, of course, is inspired by my fossil studies that I do there. I look at these little tiny leaves and think like 38 million years ago, they let go of their branch and they fluttered and danced to the ground. And then still, I split a rock and there it is. All these millions of years later, reminding me, and it should remind all of us that even the smallest things that we do can leave a lasting impression. You know, when you think about doing things, think about one of those little tiny leaf impressions on a rock. It's been around for 38 million years that I found. It really makes you think about the things you do that will leave lasting impressions. Okay, so all that remains of the story, the area I was in is part of the Meeks Cutoff along the Oregon Trail, and a lot of wagon trains pass by there. And this prompt is for the several pioneer dumps that I found along the stream beds while I was exploring. You know, I, I just get out walking sometimes, and, you know, if you want to understand what's underfoot, you have to look at what's underfoot. And so a lot of my time, you know, the first two, three, four, five days that I'm there, I'm really just looking for things I haven't seen before. And this year I did a lot of that because the, the lake was so low. So I really did a lot of looking around and, and studying of the actual um, geology and stuff of the area. So anyway, I found you know, going along these, these dry stream beds, I start seeing broken pieces of pottery and old bottles and a piece of silverware and like this little tiny harlequin figurine and a, a little creamer in the shape of a cow, but not like the white ones that we have now. It was like china and hand-painted, and it's got like, you know, four legs, uh, the, the prettily painted bow on the tail. There's like little pink udder, but the head's gone. <laughs> you know, it was just crazy finding these things, and I'm thinking about, you know, who camped here? What in the world were they doing with this little harlequin statuette, you know, made out of porcelain that you would see on someone's mantle back east? I mean, why did they bring that? How did it get broken? Why did it get left behind? You know, all of this stuff. So, you know, just being able to poke through those little little dump stations from their trips, it was just kind of crazy cool. The next one, Old Bones and Names Never Spoken. That has to do with the Paiute camp that is still there, and you can explore when the water, water levels are low. Um, I've gone through and walked through about 28 of the camps now. All the fire rings are still there. I mean, you can still see it all right there on the ground. It's just, And you walk through it, and, and it's just like you're in another world. You, you, you know, literally go through a time machine. It's pretty crazy. Um, 
but there's a lot of history there in that area that involves the Paiutes. And when I found the bodies, I reported the graves to the Paiute tribal offices and talked to Diane in front, who is in charge of cultural affairs. And she came out, and I showed her where I found them and everything like that. And we talked for a long time, and she told me many things about the history of the Paiutes there in that valley, you know, in general. But we really talked a lot about their history in the valley. And a lot of it actually made me cry. You know, we were talking about the burial sites and clues and things we could use to figure out, you know, what it was and all this stuff. And the things she told me were just, I wish I had time to sit and tell you about all of them. But one interesting thing that she shared with me was that when someone died, their bodies were either burned or buried, and they broke and burned all of the person's belongings, all of their possessions, and then they were never allowed to speak that person's name again. Normally their possessions were buried with them and stuff, but and then they were never allowed to speak that person's name again, and that's where old bones and names never spoken come from. We're frozen in air. First night I got there, it was freezing. That night when I woke up in the morning, it was so cold that as I was singing and making my coffee, I could see my breath in the air. Beauty Mends the Broken comes from the same agate I found that fills the cracks of volcanic basalt with beautiful crystals and patterned agates. As the basalt cools, it gets these little air bubbles in it, and those are filled in by minerals. And that's where agates come from. So they, it was just beautiful being, you know, finding these these. Perfect. It looks like an, an agate sandwich. You'd have like two pieces of thin agate, maybe half the the width of a pencil, you know, tiny little slit half wide. How a pencil wide a pencil isn't that long? Um, and then there would be like greasy quartz in the middle of it and stuff. It's just it's just beautiful. And it's like you know, there's breaks in the basalt, and it ends up getting filled in with this, these beautiful minerals. The outlaw age that just refer, refers to the area I was in. Every day at 4.30 was your number 11 prompt, and that was because every day at 4.30 or thereabouts when I returned to camp for dinner, there was a wild, feral, domestic cat that found my camp. And it would be sitting there about 20 yards away, never for breakfast or lunch, always about dinner time, And because the, where the, the sun comes down, I'm way in a steep canyon, and you had to get down off the, where I, off the mountain and get back in early because the sun would go down and you just couldn't see. Anyway, so every night when I came back to camp, there was this cat in Bojangles. So there's Bojangles sitting there waiting for me. And I'm telling you, the entire time I was there, it was like he ate better than I did. But it was really cool to have his company. I mean, it was a domestic cat, yes, but it was definitely feral. Yeah, and it was cool, like, giving him his throwing food out to him a little bit closer every day and seeing how close I could get him to come and, and you know, leaving something special for him on the picnic table at night because I knew he would get up there and get it. And it was just cool. Bojangles. I miss him. I want, I want him to come home with me. He was beautiful. Big, huge, giant, fluffy gray cat. All right, so 12, you can't rush the sunrise. That prompt came because, as I said, I was down in this great, big, huge, huge, huge canyon with great, big, giant, volcanic flow cliffs surrounded by all this black rock very narrow canyon and it takes a while for the sun to come up over the canyon over the mountain and so it can like spill down into the spill down the canyon walls and and flood my little canyon with its warmth and i'm sitting there you know usually i i get to the camp early you can't have a campfire well not to the last three days i was there 
So there's not a whole lot you can do at night. So I was starting to go to bed really early. And as a result, I was getting up like before the sun actually came up over the over the mountain. And uh, so I would just be sitting there waiting, waiting. Come on, come on, come on. Kind of like that commercial at Christmas time talking, you know, open, open, open for this store. Anyway, so there's where the 12 prompts came from. I promised I would do that. I did it. And uh, so there we go. It's kind of fun putting these prompts together for you each week. So uh, I don't know if... Uh, any of those were easy for you guys to figure out, but we will. Um, where'd my paper go? I need that. We will. Um, yeah, that's right there. Now, inspiration from the inkwell. Dun dun dun. We're going to start with your writing assignment. What I've been doing is giving you a sentence, or more precisely, a thought that you write at the top of the clean journal page. Next, I want you to write down all the different ways you can finish that thought. I really want you to strive for at least 20. If you don't make 20, that's fine. I'm not the boss of you. As who was it? Who was it that kindly pointed that out? You're not the boss of me. <laughs> you, news for you. I am the boss of you. Do your homework. <laughs> okay, I'm not really, but God, I felt good to say it like that. No one listens. All right, so anyway, try to strive for at least 20 different thoughts or ways you can finish that sentence. And this is kind of a free writing assignment, but with guidance you know most of you one of the best things we can do as a writer is to free write and you know just put pen to paper and write anything and a lot of us don't do that so it's just kind of a push to start you know just free thought so anyway your your free finish that thought writing prompt for this week is i set the newspaper down and all i could think about was and go so at the top of the page Write it up there. I set the newspaper down, and all I could think about was, and then finish the thought, fill in the blank. Try to get at least 20, okay? I set the newspaper down, and all I could think of was blank and go. Next, I'm going to give you your poetry prompts for this week. Now, remember, prompts are like seeds planted. They're meant to grow into poems. The prompt can be the title of the poem. It can be a line in your poem or it can be the general concept of your poem. Beyond that, what you do with them is entirely up to you. Okay, so I want you to number your paper from one through 12. And I've been trying to do these not, not um, obviously so, but esoterically so, Put together these 12 prompts so that they can weave together as well, and I'll, I'll tell you about that after I'm done giving you the, pom- the prompts. Okay, so number your paper 1 through 12. Number 1, to hear unspoken things. To hear unspoken things. Prompt number 2, captured from boulder and fern. Captured from boulder and fern. Number three, in all the purpley nightness. In all the purpley nightness. Number four, I think of them as sisters. I think of them as sisters. Five, or so the old ones say. Or so the old ones say. Number six, time is told in light and shadow. 
Time is told in light and shadow. Number seven, with nothing to be or do. With nothing to be or do. Number eight, the little dark ones. The little dark ones. Nine, we are far from sleep. We are far from sleep. Number ten, the laying down of ornament. The laying down of ornament. Number eleven, beyond the word for everything. Beyond the word for everything. And twelve, in ashes upon their cheeks. In ashes upon their cheeks. Now, using these prompts, you can take each prompt and write one poem to each prompt if you want to. A haiku would be fun. But some of those might not fit. It depends on which form you use. Now you need to learn them. Go. So one poem per prompt if you want to. You can mix, mix and match them and start out with 12 and grab 5, 2, 9, and 1 and mix those all together in one poem if you'd like. Or you can get real froggy and use all the lines in one poem. And so I haven't done it so it's easy, but I am trying to stick to a flavor in the prompt so it may be a little bit easier for you to do that because it's a really fun thing to try. All right, and I'm going to do one, and I'm going to have one for you next week. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do one with this week's prompts. I'll do it next week. I said it so I have to now, right? Yeah. All right, now let's do your writing exercise. I've combined your writing prompts with your writing exercise, which is your pick apart a prompt writing exercise. So I figured it would be easier to do your exercise with your prompts before you sat down and wrote to your prompts. So one is like feeding the other, and that's really important to do to keep that that, that process going. So I figured I'd do it this way, and, and maybe it would be better inspiration for you. So what we're going to do is you're going to take the 12 prompts that I just gave you, and I'll run through them one time real quick, Again, in just a moment, but with the prompts that I just gave you, what I want you to do for your pick apart, pick apart a prompt writing exercise is I want you to write the first prompt to hear unspoken things at the top of the page. And then underneath it, I don't want you to write a poem. I want you to write at least six different ideas for poems that you could write to that prompt. So instead of the poem... Think about six different ways, at least six different ways. You can twist it, turn it, flip it over, have it mean different things, have it stand for different things, different directions. You could take the inspiration from it. So write down the prompt, and then at least six different poems you could write to it. Then go on to number two, number three, number four, all the way down the line until you've got at least six ideas for each of the 12 prompts. And I promise you, Mr. Soldier Blue Blue, you and your you and your shenanigans. Um, you cannot get through this through this exercise without some kind of an idea grabbing a hold of you, and you'll be off and writing a poem. And it'll be a poem about something you would never even have imagined, and it's going to be a good one. I absolutely 100% guarantee it. I keep telling every week anyone who can prove this to be untrue, let me know. And it hasn't happened yet because it's true. It's, it's like magic, you guys. So, once again, run through these really fast. One, 
to hear unspoken things. Two, captured from boulder and fern. Three, in all the purpley nightness. Four, I think of them as sisters. Five, or so the old ones say. Six, time is told in light and shadow. Seven, with nothing to be or do. Eight, the little dark ones. Nine, we are far from sleep. Ten, the laying away of ornament. Eleven, beyond the word for everything. Twelve, in ashes upon their cheeks. All right, so that is your 12 prompts used for your pick apart a prompt. Have fun with those. And remember, we are focusing on reading, reading, reading. Remember, if you are... You are not, say it with me. If you are not reading more than you're writing, you're doing it backwards. You have to have input in order to have output. Feed your brains. You are what you eat, and this applies to your brains as well. So we really should all be zombies. Brains, 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 brains. Okay, anyway, um, number two, we have a couple of ongoing exercises we're focusing on. The first one is to strive to learn a new poetry form every month. This is an area that all of us can improve on. It just gives you one more tool in your arsenal when you're sitting down to write something. You should have a working knowledge of your craft, and that includes educating yourself on the different facets. So strive to learn one new poetry form every single month. Then... The next one is to write a haiku every day. Every day go out in the world and find something worth 17 syllables. Even if you only write down 15 when you write it down, I don't care. You can add a couple more later. It doesn't matter. But every day, every day find something worth 17 syllables in your journeys. All right? That's it. That's your inspiration from the inkwell. Well, well, for the night. Next thing I'm going to do is I am going to play an audio track. We always start and end every episode with a audio track by one of our readers, one of our poets. So if you would like to have your track played on the air, you can email those to me. Please remember the word T-H-E, the word the, spelled T-H-E, is at the beginning of the email title. It is the, 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 speakeasycafe at gmail.com. All right. Make sure in the subject line that you put something along the lines of MP3 file, audio recording, something like that, and I can get that uploaded to the show's library and play it for the world. The track that we are going to start the evening with is by Iwin Bedford, and it is Girl Behind the Mask. The girl behind the mask doesn't understand that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So it doesn't matter how many times that I've told her, she still relies on the opinions of people who don't realize that what they see as shy is in fact the feeling of lonely, the feeling of whatever she does is not quite good enough, the feeling of constantly disappointing the people closest who only want to see her happy. But instead they have to watch the deterioration and can do nothing, can do nothing but hope and pray that one day the girl behind the mask can finally say, with content and honesty to herself, I'm happy. I can put these feelings of no self-worth on the shelf and live on and build up my life and repair myself in the past and can finally say to myself that at last I've done it. I've beaten the demons inside my soul, the demons who did nothing but make my thoughts and my life cold, the ones who made me contemplate my life, my confidence, my existence and my future, made me feel hurt that can't be fixed with a surgical suture. 
The ones who made me panic when I even left my room As if the world was out to get me As if one day soon my day will come When I can't take it anymore The burden of depression has left me too sore There's no other option No other way It's time Time to give my life away The girl behind the mask doesn't see That her strength shines so much brighter You see, the girl behind the mask Doesn't know what she's capable of It's as if she's blind to how happy she makes everyone Puts a smile on the face of a person feeling down She's blind to the fact that she can turn a sad day around And make people smile from ear to ear But when she takes off the mask She's filled with nothing but fear Fear of what the next day is going to be for her As if she's waiting for her sentence And there's nothing but rumours being spread about her The girl behind the mask is the definition of beauty The meaning of strength She needs to know that it's the beauty of everyone who cares To help in the fight To make her realise that her life is her life To understand there's nothing to be afraid of She has family and friends who will show depression what they're made of Behind the mask needs to lift her head up and open her eyes and realise that she'll never be alone. As much as she may feel it, the pain she's feeling now, happiness will heal it. So be strong and proud of the person you are, because with strength and power, the end of these feelings isn't far. And you can smile, sing, dance around and live the life you've been deprived of, the life you haven't felt, the life you've lived contemplating an overdose or a belt. The life you've lived where eating is made a living hell The life you've lived where everything goes wrong But I promise that one day you can sing the song of courage and bravery And you'll be free from the emotional pain of mental anxiety Stand with me now, girl behind the mask Listen to these words to yourself, you must ask Why am I letting this take over? And then look in the mirror and witness your beauty. And as hard as it seems, you need to smile, it's your duty. And then see your pain as an emotional journey. A bumpy ride that as long as it seems, remember that certainly there'll be a destination waiting for you where you can be happy at last. But please be strong. Absolutely incredible piece. That was Iwin Bedford, Girl Behind the Mask. All right, everybody. We are going to be moving on to our open mic portion of the show where you are the star. If you would like to call in tonight and read, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect tonight. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 575. I see you. You are first in line. So listen for your telephone area code. When I do bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really important to have your name attached to your work and that everyone knows who's reading. I mean, like I said, we're going to be, it'll be here at the end of the month, 15 years on the air. You know, what if you were here 14 and a half years ago and read a poem and somebody heard it and thought it was incredible, and oh my gosh, this person is amazing, but you didn't say your name. How are they ever going to know? Always. You are virtually, not virtually, you are literally to every 
definition of the word. You are literally, literally publishing, verbally publishing your poem right now. So make sure you attach your name. And you can do that easily by saying, dun, 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 575, you are on the air. And 575 says, no, I thought five, not five, 575, where's 419 go? Huh, okay. So anyway, 575, my whole lineup just changed. 575, and you'll say, hi, this is Levi, and I love you. You're here to let me read a poem. That just that makes you the speakeasy, the coolest place in the world because I get to come hang out and, and share my poetry. So, yeah, make sure you introduce yourself. <laughs> Then when you uh, when you do get on, you can read two poems right now. Uh, keep them right around the five-minute mark. Be courteous to the people waiting in line behind you. If the lines get too busy and I have to switch that back to just one poem per person, I'll let you know when that point is reached. And if it happens on your call, please forgive me. I am so sorry. But right now, you're good at reading, too. Make sure when you are done reading that you give out your URL. It's really important that people know how to confine you and get to know you and your work better. And then... Remember, please, we have a mature rating. That means you're bound to hear just about anything, with the exception of adult porn poems. No bumping body parts, no tab A and a slot B. Other than that, you are good to go. So let me give you our first three callers. Before I do that, I want to remind area code 302, 302, you are not in the lineup. If you'd like to come on the air, please press 1, and that will let me know it is okay to unmute you. If you're here just listening and hanging out and checking out the show, thank you for being here. We appreciate you very much. And there we go. Three, everybody's in the lineup now. I love it. All right, got to 302. So first three callers we're going to be bringing on is 575 256 419. Those are our first three callers. Agent 419, I see you. All right, let's go ahead and grab area code 575. 575, you're on the air. Hey, Nyla. This is Levi from Levi Miracle from New Mexico. Hello, my love. How are you, sweetheart? It's so good I'm to hear from really you. I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I always get so excited when you when I know you're on the other end of the line and you're going to share with us. <laughs> Well, Thank I appreciate it. I'm always glad this is a uh, – your show is like always has been a venue I love going to all the time. So I love your show. So it's just – you're amazing. So just know that. In 15 so, years, that's that's amazing. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? So are you going to – we're going to be having our – let me pull up the calendar real quick. I might as well do this now. So I'm looking at the calendar. And mm-hmm. the 29th of October – Mhm. Um, is close to Halloween, so I think that we're going to be doing our we're going to be doing our anniversary show like either the fourth or the eleventh of November. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So yeah. with that said, that's plenty enough time for you now that you've said all those wonderful things about Speakeasy mm-hmm. to give you time to write a poem to all your fellow poets on the show. Yes. Oh, let me write that down because I will forget. Hold on one second. I will forget. <laughs> so keep forget. that in mind, so, yes, you guys. That, it's a that's, big uh, year. That's on, huh? 
I said, I'm just telling everyone, keep that in mind. It's a big year. It's our 15th mm-hmm. year anniversary. So yes. it would be really cool to have you guys come on and read poems to each other or, you know, write a poem to do a collab with somebody. You've not done a collab with me. Come on and read it. Do something new for it. Or, or, you know, write a poem to someone that's inspired you or you're writing in some way that may not know it, like, you know, Mama. You know, you listen to Mama and she just makes you blah, 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 and so write a poem and let her know that, yeah. you know. Or, you know, someone's sitting there and they listen to Levi and it's like, God, man, I relate to that dude. And so they write a haiku about how cool you are. And, you know, I would love to see some of that stuff. I would love to see our community really love on each other for the anniversary, our 15th year anniversary. So just hint, hint, hint. You do what you okay. want, as I've been yeah, reminded. But, yeah. yeah, I will work on that. So, <laughs> okay. That sounds great. <laughs> okay, so the first one I'm going to read, I don't think I've ever read this one here, so if I have, just, it, it's been a while, so it, it's new to most people, maybe, I don't know. But and I'm anyway. getting old, so everything's new to me every week. So <laughs> <good>. <laughs> right. So you're not that old. I'm getting there. I, I could be. You're what? I said, I'm getting there. I could be. Nobody knows for sure. I was born in 1914. No, oh, okay. <laughs> 1914. <laughs> uh, I, thought, I was like, whoa, okay. So, yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter if you've read it here before because there's people listening right now that have never right. listened before and it's brand new to them. And even if we have heard it before, we all have movies we listen to twice. Hearing it, We have to right. hear something three <laughs> times before they sink in, so you're good. Okay, well, I'll read this one then. I don't think I've read it before, but I'll just read it anyway. It's called The Gift. I would have liked to just cough in your presence, but I was afraid it might have brought you unrequited death. You punch the air every day, but not intentionally, as if to knock out the germs before they entered your lungs. I would have loved to love you in the traditional way, yet I was afraid a tight hug would crumble you like our aunt's coffee cake that you can, that you were too young to try. Your fist fit in my hand, much like a marble in my palm, and your coo, much like a baby sparrow, was like a song barely sung, but always heard by me. We needed you to be here. But you needed way more than we could provide. Justice is but a pale child awaiting the sun, and you were but a baby born on the fringe of heaven waiting to fully enter. I hate to think of you, because all I see are your eyes peering into mine with the hope that they would one day be closed forever in a painless state of dreaming. I'm sorry your eyes found nightmares while living, And I'm sorry that I couldn't have loved you more. I would like to remember you as a child in the sun, burning with a sense of desire for a gift that you've been given, for the gift that I have received. Your eyes are now closed, and you can dream forever. That is a gift I would never take away in peace. That's really an unselfish piece if you think about it. Yeah. You know, I wish I wish that I can say that I was always so graceful facing lo- losing, facing loss like that, and I wasn't, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just a beautiful way to be. 
Yeah. Beautiful piece. Thank you. Yeah, uh, we miss him, and it's just, it's hard. And he was my brother's son, so uh, I know he kills him all the time, too. And But, you know, it's life, and it's one of those things we have to deal with, but it, it's just really difficult, you know. Mhm. Yeah. So, um my second piece is um entirely different, so <laughs> but uh, it's called it was published several years ago in a journal called Zyra Journal. It is an anthology um and uh it's called Oculus. There are poisons that blind you and poisons that open your eyes, August Strindberg. When you are you, I can see no other. I can feel nothing but a hazel sunshine gleaming like an angel silhouette. When you are you in the day, I want to kiss the skies in your eyes and the clouds that pool out of the corners. I want to embellish every sun ray that escapes and get lost in your heaven as if God never existed. When you are you at night, your pupils together make a full moon, and your dancing comments make my heart sweat. They twinkle as bright as a sapphire in my thoughts, and I want to live in the darkness just so your eyes will know me. When you are you, but angry... It seems that the elbows in your stare stab the ribs of my soul and dig caverns in my spirits. You buckle my knees, and every nerve in my identity stands on end as I become a piece from the puzzle you can't complete. When you are you but depressed, I want to fall asleep in the somber look of your corneas and find existence beyond the capacity of what you know and what you do not, I must admit. When you are you, no matter the terms, gosh, I, I am blind in peace. That was absolutely incredible. What was the line at the very beginning? Um, something about, I want to live <clears throat> in darkness so your, was it your eyes will know me? What was that? Let's see, it was, um, oh, they twinkle as bright as the sapphire in your thoughts. And I want to live in the darkness just so your eyes will know me. And that was incredible. Thank you. Yeah, um, I wrote this quite a while ago, but um, I never read it here before, so I thought I would read it tonight. So. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did. It was beautiful. Thank you. All right, yeah. my darling sweetheart, tell everyone how to find you. Yeah, you can find me um, on Facebook. Uh, under the Poetry and Writings of Levi J. Miracle, that's L-E-V-I-J-M-E-R-I-C-L-E. And then, um, so I'm on Facebook, and then you can find me in Poets and Writers Database. I'm in their database of writers. And um, you can go there and see all the publications I've had and stuff and go read my work if you choose. And, um, yeah, I'm also a songwriter, so I have a song that, it's kind of going a little bit of places, a little here and there, so that's cool. So you can read that different places, too, and hear it on my Facebook. So Very cool. 
All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you. Appreciate you here, being here and sharing, and we will talk to you next week, right? Yes, absolutely. Very cool. All right, Levi, thank you, sweetheart. Awesome. Thank you, Nyla. <laughs> Bye, Annie. Bye-bye. Our next caller comes from area code 256. 256, you are on the air. Now you might be on the air. <laughs> Good evening, Nyla. This is Stan Phillips from Alabama. I know. How are you? We have missed you so much. You've been bad. You are a bad boy. Very you haven't been here. Many months, very bad. Very bad. Don't make me get out my paddle. Oh, I might like that. <laughs> oh, I love you dearly. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been up to? What's going on? What did you bring us? Well, honestly, I've been up to work, a lot of drama, <laughs> Things I don't particularly care for, but been dealing with life pretty much in general. Oh, God, it is so good to be back. It is so good to have you here. I mean, seriously, you know, it's okay that you have a life outside of this community, but just know that when you are not here, we miss you. Not really, because when I miss this, I miss me. (laughs) <laughs> I like that Whoa. So good to be back it, it is Oh my god I cannot believe Because I know Dennis White And George and them Are, are part of the family of Nyla I cannot believe I missed The once quarterly Broadcast of World Poetry Open Mic used to be weekly, now it's quarterly, and I missed it. This, oh, this this has got to change. <laughs> it really has. You have I been have bad, haven't you? <laughs> I've been very bad. I've been damn near evil. Oh, that's funny. Just, yeah. Uh Oh, so what so is beautiful. what is your what is your soul telling you to read tonight, darling? Well, actually, my soul is, is telling me several different things, but I'm going to go basically with a classic, which is something that I was inspired by. A quote from Shakespeare by a lady named Christina Pelton, who is the lady who founded Poetry of Springs Embrace. And she gave us this amazing quote from Shakespeare. Oh, mistress mine, where are you running? Oh, stay in here, your true love's coming. That can sing both high and low. Trip no further, pretty sweeting. Journeys end in lovers' meeting. Every wise man's son doth know. What is love? Tis not hereafter. Present mirth hath present laughter. What's to come is still unsure. 
In delay there lies no plenty. Then come, kiss me, sweet and twenty. Youth's a stuff that will not endure. And that's a quote from Shakespeare. And that's the one she put on us. Yeah, she kind of like you, Nyla. She gives us homework. (laughs) (laughs) I love that piece so much I can't even begin to tell you. And, yes, you can really, really feel the Shakespeare flavor and influence in that. That was awesome. Well, that's Shakespeare. That was a quote from Shakespeare, yes. And to that I I wrote. Oh, I thought you wrote that. No, that was. Oh, so that's the quote. Well, no wonder I can feel. No wonder I can feel the flavor of Shakespeare in there. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it was there. I knew it all along. <laughs> okay, so that exactly. was the quote that you wrote too. And what I wrote was, "Passions, seasons." Oh, my lady in bloom of budding spring's ardor, allow heart to be. Wooed, bring forth sweet swoon. In discovering your bloom of new sexual power, for I am warmth from the light of romantic's moon. Do not deny the sweet embrace of love's affirmation, or renounce my ardor's oh so fervent intentions. Not but once we share youth's vigorous, lustful pursuit. Where young passions arise with intent so acute. Such beginnings lead to lustful summer's swelter, where taste and diversity of pleasure explored. Times of exploration and sensual revelers, sweat and sweet cries of one's desires now implore. Hold not one fire of youth's flame of intent back. For passion is fleeting, fragile endurance it lacks. The plethora of autumn's colors arrays short-lived an opportunity to experience like sand through a sieve. My passion flower, let not time grip you in fire in ice. As years dwindle, lust fervor to naught but smoldering ash. Risk the dare to feel the warmth of passion's paradise. Better that than regrets winter, chances lost to seasons past. And peace. Absolutely incredible. And yes, you can feel the influence there. It has to feel pretty good to for me to sit there and listen to what you read first and... and it's like, wow, you did a great job on that, George. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Stan, especially George. See, that's what it's happens not, when you don't it, come it, around it, as it, often. It, I, okay. I flip Think up on names. It. That's a great slip. That's a great slip. I thought because so, but still. <laughs> the actual workshop, the actual workshop that I was a part of on your broadcast was with, with George. Mm-hmm. It was with yep. George, yes. We need to do that again. I think so. Yes. I do believe so. Me too. I do. So let's, let's discuss this. 
Indeed. George, <laughs> are you listening? We're about to hook you <laughs> in, old boy. <laughs> are you, I know you're going to read, too, aren't you? Tell me what you're going to read next. Well, this is actually off of a quote by Friedrich Holderlin. I was raised by the song of the murmuring grove, and loving I learned among flowers. That's pretty. That is pretty. And what I came up with was Busy Bee. Enter a place of trees and flora. Nature's radiance gives colorful aura. Stirring in us a primal peace and passions. The diversity of her floral display. Music of winds and creek on their way. Soothes the soul while bees are taking action. The honey hunter gently buzzing song. Approaches bloom for which it longs. Ancient music as a prelude to romance. Gentle the parting of the petals. Now winged lovers softly settles. In the core of blushing bloom. Foreplays dance. Now between them shared the moment. To their natures both now relent. And the pollen, the proof of their sensual actions. This the glory of bee moves on. Sharing pollen so more life spawns. Fertile seeds guarantee next generation. So sweet lady with floral dress. My passions to you I confess. Love and desire natural. Why hesitate? We are as both flora and bees, and we have passions to appease. So, my lover, shall we pollinate and peace? Oh, honey. <laughs> of all the words to choose, honey, I love it. <laughs> Love it. Oh, honey. <laughs> I really loved the, the whole the whole process he went through using the using the word play in that. It was just it was awesome. It was really cool. Great piece, honey. Honey. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. You are welcome. It is so good to be here. It is so good to be home. It is. Well, you know. Doors are always open, my love. Just saying. <laughs> true, true. That was that was SWAT one with the paddle. Just so you know. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stan, it is so good to hear from you. It's great to be heard from again, finally. So, are you going to be here next week? Well, I have homework, so yes, I think I will be. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Awesome. I have all kinds of homework. I can just keep dishing it on there, baby. <laughs> this I know. 
I have 15 years worth of archives to pull from. You're in big trouble. (laughs) That is amazing. My God, congratulations. Thank you. So we do have our anniversary show coming up. It's going to be like either the first or the second week of November. So just a reminder to everybody, if you want to write a poem, I would really like this show to be this special, the anniversary special, to be full of love for each other. If you want to think of a poem you want to write to someone who's inspired you, one of the poets that you hear read on here, someone that has touched you that you may not know, or write a poem to the whole community or whatever, kind of keep that in the back of your mind. It would be awesome to hear some of those on the show. And if I may, mm-hmm. if I may, I'd like to share a very short haiku. Okay. Because I'm still writing haikus when I can. I do write them. And this one is actually pretty traditional because it does involve nature as well as the human condition. Thunder and lightning. Dark skies foreboding weather. Like pessimism. And peace. Oh, wow. Keep writing those haikus every single day, every day. But you have to dedicate your haiku poetry book to me. I I have to do that to some degree. I may not be able to do whatever it is, but to some degree, if for nothing else, an homage to a gentleman named James Rothline out of Pennsylvania, who is a master of brevity. And one of the influences for me as a poet. And I have Very to drop cool. his name. I have to. Feel free. All right, sweetheart. Do me a favor, Stan, and tell me and everybody else how we can come over and show you some love. Well, there will be a broadcast, maybe not this Saturday, but next Saturday, of a program on Epiphany Radio called Poetic Therapy, which I co-host, with a lady named La Perla Negra. Uh, Also, you can, of course, find me in Poetry of Springs and Braves. When I get the opportunity in my life, you will find me on Nyla's Speakeasy Cafe. You will also find me in the Garden of Poetry and Prose. And other than that, uh, the Outlaw Poetry Anthology, we're in cahoots, which was by our friend, Mr. Philip Kent Church. And other than that, in uh, the 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020 anthologies of World Poetry Open Mic. And that's about it. (laughs) Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you so much. Thank you seriously, you know, joking aside and teasing aside. Thank you seriously for making time for us to be here tonight. We really do appreciate you, and you really are an important part of our our family. So we love you. It's been too damn long. It really has. I have needed this so badly. Thank you for being here, Nyla. You're very welcome. And we'll talk to you next week, hon. On to the next, dear lady. 
<laughs> Bye-bye, sweetheart. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 419. 419, you're on the air. Agent 419 reporting for duty. How are you? <laughs> code red. Red team go. Red team go. <laughs> right? It's been like forever because last time I called in, uh, it was a while since then, and then you weren't on the show. And I'm like, oh, and then I probably think two weeks went by and I'm not here today. Was, uh, was Christopher... Was Christopher uh, yes. hosting? Yeah. Everyone yes. said he did a yep. really great job. Yep. I think so. <laughs> it was good. It was a fun, entertaining show. Yep. That's when I was on vacation. I was out running around with the coyotes and bobcats. Awesome. That would be so cool. I got some here on my property. <laughs> Every once in a while you can hear them yelling. A pack of them. I love it. Uh-uh. <laughs> um. We can still do two because I got one short one and then, well, the other one's not that long. But. <laughs> um, this one is just a thought that I had. So I just wrote, future generations have succumbed to robo-human status. No feelings, emotions suppressed through inability. Programmed to be. No intellectual thought. Common sense, no more. Taking away fantasy. Living in the world with no aspirations, limited to being only what they want us to be. Wow. <laughs> it just came as a thought to my mind, and I drew drew a guy and a girl like that looked like robots. <laughs> just, just a random thought. I was sitting there nonchalantly eating an Oreo when, bang, there it came. <laughs> well, I was just thinking how... In this world, even through social media, everything seems so programmed. And they can filter and do this and do that. And you can Google something on your phone, and I can Google something on my phone, and we'll both get different content. So I just think it's a world in what they – it's just crazy. I don't know. If you go behind and think beyond the box, it's kind of far out there. <laughs> so, anyway. This other one I have is totally – I've never done one like this before. <laughs> So you'll have to let me know at the end what you think, because I've, I've never done, tried it even. But I've heard some other people perform, like, a, a, a like spoken word kind of similar. That's what kind of got the idea. So I don't have a title. <laughs> okay. Invalidate, subjugate, negate, debate, contemplate, disrate, propagate, litigate, demonstrate, perpetuate, high probate, adjudicate, legislate, castrate, menstruate, thorn crown, up one man, devils down. Impregnate, procreate, ejaculate, menstruate, masturbate, concentrate, pollinate, populate, penetrate, stimulate, salivate, meditate, baby is not too late. Bait, date, rape, rake, bear, beaver, fawn, mowing someone else's lawn. Manipulate, pulsate, stay out too late, twist the fate, exasperate, hesitate, negotiate, perpetuate, overrate, inundate, incinerate, berate, raw hate. Single serving dining plate, running late, procrastinate, mind straight, alleviate, incriminate the inmate, proliferate, conjugate, remediate, imitate, imitate, reciprocate, placate, gyrate, levitate, mitigate, violate, migrate, substrate, ingrate, substantiate, obliterate, breeders of hate, vaccinate before too late, not God's fate, the throes of fear from mankind, infuriate, agitate, indoctrinate, the shallows of man, or the unknown, uncomfort zone, 
priorities known, invigorate, truth to chrome, looks appeal, insatiate the uninsatiable, the hunger to thirst, quench their thoughts, detonate, miscalculate, dictate, branded by fate, the unforgiven. And poem? And peace. <laughs> I, I hear a, a real strong influence from Eric Sheldman and In okay. Excess. <laughs> in Excess. Uh, you know, it's a band, the band I, In Excess. Yeah, yeah, way back in the day, though, I haven't heard from you. Oh, my oh, God, yeah, I have I to tell you, when that guy came out dancing in that leather jacket <laughs> with all those curls, I can't even tell you. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just had I, I had, a, I had a mind relapse for a second. No, I'm 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 good. I just like I just never tried anything like that, but I like the way it fit. And to me, there's a lot of meaning construed in it, like the background stuff. Like um, up one man. Obviously, I'm talking about God and the devil down. And I don't know. I just I have encrypted stuff in it that I think flows with the word thing. I don't know. I tried it, so. I don't know what <laughs> That's awesome. So, great job on that. That was fun. It was really fun. I, I hope, I'm hoping Eric's on the line that he got to hear that. I think he would enjoy it, too. Yeah, because I think that's probably where I got it from. from yeah, I remember some of that stuff that was his style, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I never tried it, so I just figured I'm going to try it. So, my dear, tell everyone how they can uh, love on you. Uh, I'm on Facebook for Poetical Intrigue. If um, I, that's the one page where I just put all my poeta, poetical things that I do. And I'm more into, like, my guitar now. <laughs> so I'm trying to do more of that stuff. So. Cool. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. I've missed you, sweetie. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, well, yeah, it's nice to hear from you, too. I was so hoping that one night you'd be on it before but, that one night what? Oh, that you, that one night when I was on, I was waiting to hear from you answering it, and then you weren't on. I'm like, oh. It's been you a get while. along well with Christopher, and everyone, seriously, everyone told me he did oh, a great yeah. job. So I, I'm, I'm hoping you had fun. It was Aww. really, it was really cool having him cover that week for me because that's what allowed me to be gone. I was, I mean, I was gone for what, 17 days, total. Awesome. I was only supposed to be gone 15, where, but where my truck broke go, down. So. I went over to Eastern Oregon. I went up to Eastern Oregon in the high desert. There's a, a I'm a paleo nerd. I can't, I can't even tell you, but I, there's a fossil <laughs> formation I've been studying for the last six six seasons, six years, and I've been up there seven times oh. now. And there's a some kind of doing a, a study of the of the strata up there and recording things and it's just fun for me it's weird i know but it's fun for me i love it no but that's awesome i think that stuff is cool <laughs> um, good for you that's awesome yeah i've been to oregon once it was very beautiful up there. it is it is uh i mean it is the most unwelcoming place the high deserts in oregon in east southeastern oregon i mean it's like everything there the juniper suck up all the water out of the ground and it is the most I've never been someplace that looks you straight in the eye and says, I'm going to fucking kill you. That's what this place is like. I mean, there's nothing inviting about it at all, but that's what makes it so amazing to me is that it is so desolate. Nobody, I mean, desolate and wild and the smells and sage. I love it. 
I love it there. That's my kind of place. <laughs> you just described my kind of place. <laughs> well, because I love places where they're like, if you go walk somewhere and you just see like trees in the sky and you don't see a house or a building or a tower for radio waves. Like I love seeing nature. And in any picture yeah. I try to take, I try to leave mankind out, cars, houses, like that stuff kind of. I like to try to just hone in on the nature. I love it. Like, if you go to a waterfall, it sucks to get away till people move out of the way or crop it out. <laughs> but, no, I totally get what you're saying. I think that's awesome. So, <laughs> you're lucky. It was amazing. All right, sweetheart. I appreciate you. Thank you. You, you have a good evening. Enjoy the rest of your show, dear. Thank you for letting me on. <laughs> you're welcome. Agent 409. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a good one, Nyla. Thank you. Bye-bye, hon. All right. We have, I believe, Brother O online next. 219, you are on the air. Hey, now, how you doing? Hi, Brother O. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Very excited to be here with you guys tonight. So what do you have for us, sweetheart? Okay. At this point, called my hard work and dedication. My spoken word ministry will pay off for due time and season. If you're faithful over a few things, God will make you rule rule over much. And you shall reap your harvest in due time and season if you think not. My dear brothers and sisters, I've been performing poetry in Northwest Indiana and in Chicago for 11 years at a high level of consistency. I set the bar high as it pertains to promoting other poets and helping them out. I won countless awards, including three National Spoken Word Awards for overcoming the year. And I've earned a great reputation for being the the greatest support in the Chicago poetry community. You don't see the countless hours that I spend writing my talented masterpieces, the countless times that I revise and edit my poems, and the countless hours of preparation I put in before I put the form on radio shows and open mic showcases. You don't see the countless hours that I put in on promoting myself and my fellow artists. It countless times of people call and ask me for information by open open mics and shows and the countless phone calls and emails I receive asking for my advice and uh and the countless times where people give me feedback on my poetry. You don't see the hard work I put in in organizing my weekly and monthly schedules. The hard work I put in the book to my own events out the system of a manager. And the hard work I put in the building my network supports to put myself in the position to finally get opportunities to go on tour and be interviewed for podcasts and radio shows. My dear brothers and sisters, I haven't always received the same amount of support that I willingly give to others. I haven't received same amount of opportunities as a more established poet's out here because I'm a natural get the storyteller that reads off a of paper than being a performer. 
because I have a different, different skill set than they do. And I now I've had the same amount of resources and connections to help me release my long-awaited book and CD projects. At times, it can be very discouraging because of perception of being overlooked by people. Yet I still remain dedicated and faithful to my spoken word ministry. God always operates on his timing, not according to our plans and own unique set of timing. At times I'm like, why is my hard work and dedication not getting rewarded? Why is some of my fellow poorest prospering while I'm still struggling? When is it going to be my time to flourish and reap the benefits of my hard work and dedication? My spoken word, man. See, when am I finally going to release my books that have been stored in my crates for over 10 years? Of when are people going to finally recognize unique gifts and talents that I possess and bless me with the opportunity to perform on stages across the nation? My dear brothers and sisters, I truly believe that all of my hard work and dedication will pay off eventually when I least expect it to because I completely trust in God's timing. And I said on my unwavering faith that I will eventually experience my season of prosperity and abundance that I prayed for in poem. Wow. Strong beliefs, strong convictions. I absolutely have to applaud that. Such strength. Uh, thank you, Nala. I appreciate it. You're absolutely welcome, my dear. Are you going to read two tonight or just the one? No, I'm just going to read just that one. <sighs> fine, fine. I really like it when you bring two, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being here, sweetheart, and thank you for sharing. I'm really glad you were able to make it in. Appreciate you being part of our family. You're welcome, Al. I appreciate it. And tell everyone well, how they can find you. You can find me on Facebook on Omar Brother Gavin and uh I'm trying to work on the Instagram page too, so uh just just doing a lot just doing a lot of writing and uh just uh just doing just continue to do what I do until I finally until finally I experience a breakthrough. As always, thank you for your support every week. Absolutely our pleasure. You're an important part of our family. It's just not the thing. It would not be the same without you. I appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome, honey. All right, and we will talk to you next week, okay? Yes. Yes, I'll be back next week. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, our next caller comes from area code 832. 832, you're on the air. Oh, my wife, I don't feel like it. What if I change my mind? Well, then you shouldn't call in and you shouldn't press one. I have no sympathy for you. Uh, So there. Okay, all right. Here it is again, huh? How you doing, sweetie? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm getting some... I've been writing, but it's been kind of strange. I'm not really... 
It's, I mean, it's good, but it's not, uh, I don't know, it's not, I'm not liking it. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's just it's kind of hitting that little left of center thing. I don't like it when it does that. I don't know. I don't know. Like sure it's not kilter. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, like I say, it's good, but I mean, it's like, eh, you know. <laughs> mhm. Like, you know, what's that? What's that? What's that sloppy egg doing in the middle there? <laughs> Nobody likes a sloppy egg in the middle. What the hell? You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, man, scramble that thing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> hey, just yeah, I need to interrupt yeah. for just a second, you guys. Yes, sure. I see that the crap, the chat room just crapped out. Everybody got kicked out. Just keep refreshing your page; it should let you back in eventually. It also looks like we may be having some issues with the phone line. So if you're trying to call in and getting that fast busy signal, then just keep trying. Um, I want to let. I'm going to give the lineup of the people who I still have online. Those of you who got kicked offline. Please try calling back in. We've got. I'll just go ahead and give it the first couple. We've got two one six three zero two eight zero seven nine zero three. That's uh, that's our next direct lineup. So, all right, go ahead, Soldier Blue. Sorry. No, no worries. No worries. Um, this is this one is a nice one. I, I and and I just I didn't wasn't really thinking about the uh, upcoming anniversary, but I've got one and. And it's just because it's going to be, or I should say, it's kind of like uh, the uh, the work that I did a, a while ago talking about uh, various people on on reservations and and uh, kind of like freedom uh, activism kind of thing. When I first started reading on uh, your show but this one is I would have to say is definitely going to be a rough one it ain't going to be pretty at all alright I'm buckled up <laughs> so so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say I'm gonna, cause I want to I want to do some more work on it first I mean because it's in a finished format but I want to do some I want to do some detailing on it before I let it loose, to when when it comes out and it just flies, it's just it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like, like a Fourth of July and Christmas with all kind of shotgun shells in between, and it's gonna just it's gonna hit some hard notes. That's for sure. So I'm. You know, no, now my like heart is racing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I've written, I mean, obviously I've written, you know, I write a lot about various, um, you know, subjects of that nature all all the time anyway. But this one, this one's got, uh, this one's kind of like that, that, that razor blade. It's got three spots on it that just will slice you, to, slice you to the bone. And then it's got a little bit of rust spots in between where it just won't even make a dent. But just because it's in the middle... It'll drag it'll drag it along to that to that next 
next bright uh, razor sharp spot. So that's yeah, uh, actually it's 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 um it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those uh, kind of pieces. I'm already I'm already gonna let you know about that. And like I say, it ain't gonna be pretty, but it's gonna be good. In the meantime, this is the one that I've come up with. The sun is fever bright as I look outside at the day. On the stones topple bright and dark, ashen white, obsidian dark shot. The expressive clarity of transparent layers that catch the planetary drop of dreams. Haunt the book of leaves and all their used schools were always the books of the boring or buried things to see where we were moving along. So I took the twist, made the turn. Chances were I would burn. Who knew it would be for knowledge? Tried sports, liked music better. Girls were always a close second. Eyeliner and over sweet lipstick, perfume and plastic books fed me more than dinner. Rock and roll fed me fire. Different days and energies lifted myself once or twice off the living coals. Pedro Sitsa had uh, questions, no meanings, just mist fading into dawn lights. I really never cried for too much time spent looking back. Saw it coming, knew the scars of future days. Lightning fell on me twice. End days too bad. The end of time. Ruptured veins of travel. Found my way forward with my ancestors. I learned more. They taught me what was left of me from before. Times undying like the eternal sunrise. Mitomitsashi. Always knew I wasn't white. The earth ran too deep beneath me. Mongon. My interest flew too high with the, t- with the trees. Knew which trees I liked by the time I was ten. Saw the razor cuts of two paths. I followed the red. Conqueruta. Respect. For all things sacred, my first language was not English. I knew the rain forest before I knew the hate and bitter winds of the north. Last smile was at six years old. Then we moved back here. No talent mongrels fighting for a bone. 
There was little kindness. Wasn't looking for it. Didn't belong. Older now, harder. More at home with me. Never cared for outside opinions much. Not worth squat. What I am good at, no one really cares beyond me, so... When I leave here, it'll be without anyone looking on. Don't need an audience for that. I look forward to that. Those who get it already understand. No regrets. Trials of air and misnomers, mismanagement of fashion, Everything has its own shape, moonlight, sample lights. I can walk through any storm, hailstones, blade my back, boss. They are their own rhythms. They provide my sisters, my people, with a dance, all who are... My kind, I look forward to seeing all of you, my circle. I am never alone. Human touch beyond memory doesn't matter. I am ready for whatever is next. I am one of the ghost road born, and I am always walking my way home. Don't give me and peace. That was incredible. Wow. I just got, you know, I was just thinking about some stuff when I was driving to work one day and kind of caught the passage of colors, not really the colors as such, but more just the the difference between light and dark and light and dark and where they hit the cars and, you know, just kind of how it, uh, how it looked to, uh, to me as I was driving along. So that's what came out of that. Hmm, I think it's phenomenal. It's kind of a little bit different style than what you normally write, too. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I mean, every once in a while, and, it, and I try not to do it often because I don't like it much. I don't do, I don't like doing the I, 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 we, me, me, me thing. I don't, I don't, I don't dig that shit. But every once in a while, there's one that'll come, that'll come through, kind of like as a di- distillation of about fifteen kind of ideas of that kind of that same kind of thing. And it's like, okay, that that one looks good. You know, that, that one's all right. Yeah, you know, it can be it can be considered worthwhile. <laughs> so. I love it. <laughs> Are you gonna read two or just the one? Hey. No, I got another one. It's uh this one's kind of an interesting one for me. I like it because it's uh it deals with some of the medicine plants. There's some of the medicine plants that you actually have to be careful with. You can't just uh use them like you know, I'll just grab it up and just start chewing on it and boil it up or putting it in, you know, swallow a gallon of tea. If you, you do that, you're in trouble. Yeah, it's called easy. Let's see. 
Some have thought it might be easy. Killing never is. Someone else drew blood like it was first medicine. Someone threw water on fire, breath prayers of heat and steam. Someone else drew their story from the well of mist and myth. Was it easy? Ashes, iron ashes of water smoke, spirit hearts, and it was another ancient beginning. Seed sounds dull asleep, Jean it was a night for the medicine of flint and steel. Pale memories, shimmering light sidewalks, dirt, broken shadows of a dragonfly, steam slick iron, blood rust red, the stain looks the same on the ground. Heat for cleansing, purifying, how can you cleanse burnt earth? Shave Wigie. Yes, the prayers in the darkness. Ortega. Someone said that killing would be easy. They never are. Say, fair wake up. We shall take the cure of the bleeding cup or the poultice. Of Yarrow, psst, have a care. Flowers shaped like the sudden shake of a rattlesnake's tail. What's ass in For that you must be careful. With Yarrow, its cure can bite. Even tide, firelight, dark, even its fade. Offers what it is to those who sit before its warmth. Oh, are you warm? Dog star, dog suspended in the stellar brilliance of a contemplative night. Shonger, agak, ik. Profiles of the star people, serious. Do we ever truly die? Gerdakish, shadow images. Waver upon the hands that work the soft medicine into the knots that serve as our shoulder blades. Soft medicine, would you know it if you saw it? We can look upon you in the morning, no, only by the light of the evening star. What's amiga? Who are you? Spirit of an owl, medicine. Stain of death, meh. It is a dream in retrograde, a backward step of perception. Features in reflection, everything in reverse. Ah, the stainless bird. 
an eagle, honor, courage, Shiagita, turn, fight back, Gipak, death interment, shall be as the shedding of a skin after fever. Were you dying? Too bad. It never ends. Lemon steam, the sting of a long-legged wasp. We all saw what was coming over me. Basige, wabasige, kitset, Spill the bones, they never lie. Liar. Energy travels faster than sight. Not everything you think is everything you see. We have arisen from the cold, pulled the frozen threads, a shroud, build it for us, and we shall invoke our sense of journey. A whiff of smoke and we are gone. As we morph into the laden atmosphere of the darkness, and we will shake ourselves to the sound of the cord rattle, distance, time, a balance wherever we sit shall be a lonely place. <laughs> but is it? So then we need not seek them out. Sunshade follows sunset. Even as blood follows the mouthless river. Wilted, withered by a pleasing scent. We have cause to wonder if we shall rise again and ceaseless ever on. Let's say death becomes no one. Killings can slip. It can be a slip of the wrist. Mechanical organic reflex. Oh, pull the trigger. You think that's easy? We revel in the deep-shaded forest, Octave, Shave. The darkness so close it might be an abyss. Agihuket. Dark colors, the perfect disguise for the night. Oh. So we will just become dark, the light. Not the glare of the sun, solar shafts, time to die. Not the wither of day, streaming sun heat. Homa, the abyss can be very deep. Bone shaft, burial ground, secret maps, secret wrath, a nurture unto roots of an almost dead grass. Pigeonholed ironies, rust, cancer, broken word, treatments of what became. Spreadsheets, maniacal, indecipherable graphs. Numerical, one, two, three, legendary moments lost in hopeless emotionalism. Do not hope. Do not wait to be served. Pray, seek, fast, quest for truth. Shed that old skin. Feel the new sour, painful. The God's sakes, ask why. 
You freaks, your word game shattered forms of living DNA, a world you don't recognize because it's not on a map. A topography you can't recall as there was never one you knew. Dismantle destiny, that's all you ever had. Smith, genocide, extinction, annihilation, social antics, and lip service. Shadows hide within the shade, overhanging your heads. Agak sits. They wait for the moonlight. And they will drop on you with a foment of retribution. Their reckoning. Famished wolves seeking blood for bone. Yes, the old with the new. The greasy slide of death dripping silently down. Blacked out windows. Willful ignorance. Get the, the sky. A shaky filter. Trugonta. Yeah, blue. Almost blue. Stand at the crossroads if you must. Stand in time for the first notes of cremation, if you will. What do you see? The swish cut of diamond dew bleeding on you before the morning star. What's it, Doga? Bleeding, grieving your skin. Kinha, Mombe. Stretch forth your hand. Feel life begin again. With care. The medicine to be careful of, lest it turn and lend you its bite. Yes, use it with care. Shape of a rattlesnake's tail. With death and dying surround us, let us live. Time brings us light, dog. And we shall be sure to drink of it in full measure. The crow cries, Gake Jotro. Time to go. We are the ghost road born, and we are coming home. Monte Rushonge, Ubesne. Wow. Are you still there? I'm good, yeah. Okay. You didn't tell me, so I didn't know if you were doing your dramatic no, I I pause or not. No, I, said, I said in peace. Oh, that that didn't come through. Ah. <laughs> Too funny. Absolutely, absolutely passionate piece. And you could tell, you know, you could tell the emotion you wrote with as you were reading through it. That was incredible. Thank you. you you have a really you you um you write so rawly that it is easy for you to hide your words when you share them again or hide your emotions when you share them again i mean you can tell that they what you write you mean it isn't just pretty words uh never is you mean to me what would be the point of doing that yeah all right sweetheart Tell everyone how they can find you. Okay. I got Red Files on Facebook, and underneath Red Files, you'll see in parentheses Soldier Blue, and that's me. And then uh, Red Earth One, so far I've added uh, two new um, pieces to it, and I will continue to add some more. 
as I become more finished in my to me to my liking. Basically. And <laughs> okay. I will, uh, yeah, you know, knock some off here, stretch it out a little bit there, and you know, then it, then it'll look right. So. Very cool. But I'm still actually I'm still working on some of them because they got that. Uh, yeah, they still got some extra uh, dirt to knock off the. <laughs> you got to kick their boots a little more? Yeah, you know, bring it a little bit cleaner. So, <laughs> I love that you, you do go. that. So many people say, I just write it once <laughs> and I never touch it again. I, I make, I, mine are always turning over. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, my thing is, is that I will, I, you know, I write it, you know, initially to get the, 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 the base down. And then when I, when I scribe it into one of my little chapbooks, then it's in the, the more finished form, you know. And at the same time as I'm scribing it into the to the chapbook, I am changing things because, you know, it just sounds different as I'm writing it down into a more printed, a printed, printable uh, format. And even then, when I do actually do the reading, there'll always be an improv part that sounds better to my ear as I'm getting ready to say, you know, to to read a verse. So it's like, oh well, you know, okay. <laughs> yeah. So. So then, uh, so then after I get done with the reading, then I then I then I switch it up and you know put it in the way I did on the improvs because it sounded better with the way I said it. So it's always doing that. All right, sweetheart. So are we going to talk to you next week? Of course. And I will have some uh, some more finished pieces there. A lot of the pieces I'm going to, I'm going to tell you now, I mean, a lot of pieces I'm going to be bringing are being, being more along that hard line. I got, you know, I'm just, and it's, you know, it's like with the with stuff I'm reading, uh, some of the uh, issues at hand that a lot of the Native people are going through right now, and just being able to use some of the different uh, insights and uh, perceptions that I'm learning as I'm reading these uh, these various books that I'm reading right now. I mean, that one book that I read that I'm reading about the various systems of the the body uh, in inflamed. I can't tell any man. I mean, it's it, it's a, it's a bit of a region as far as you know, like someone who you know could would you know would would, would not have much interest in like the the medicine the medical. Uh, Knowledge of the, the the workings of the body, but I'm gonna tell you, I mean they they put it into such a framework that you know that the the, the layman can read it, for one. Number two, the way that they're talking about it isn't what you're gonna get in anybody's classroom. And I mean it, man. It, that that is a really interesting book. It sounds like it. it really and I like saying that. Oh yeah, and, and, I, and like I say, I know it's a good, you know, had a has a you know a great, in, it's, it's a, it is an influential filter uh, for what I'm writing now. I can tell you that right off the top. That's why it's important to always feed your brain. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I've been doing that forever. I've, there will not be a point <laughs> when I'm not educa- educating myself, you know. Well, if you are what you eat, (laughs) I can think of a long span of time when I was oatmeal. That's all I'm saying. Hey, you know, what can I tell (laughs) you about that? But I like, you know, I mean, I'll be the first one to say, you know, know, there are times when I'm wrong. I don't know at all. 
I know enough to know that I'm in another, at another beginning point, but that's that's the about as far as I'm gonna take it. That, you 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 do you. That's it. <laughs> All right. That's where we are. We will talk to you next week, hon. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right, let's go ahead and grab Mama. 216, you are on the air. Oh, my God, you're the most beautiful, patient, loving daughter. How are you? What did I do to deserve that? You're just so good at it. I think that's your way of telling me that I was yammering. <laughs> no. Well, what I no. Listen, I have a surprise guest on the line for you. And um I was trying to um be patient and keep her company while we were waiting. So if you would be so kind just to say hello to my daughter Nyla Maggie. Maggie Nyla. <laughs> Maggie, hi. We've talked in the chat room before. It's good to hear your voice. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm a little froggy today. I don't know why, but uh, that should add drama, right? <clears throat> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you sound great. So, yeah, so I would like for Nyla to invite you to go first because you're the guest. And I wanted Nyla to hear this piece. So I'm Call her up and ask her, would she please come on and do this piece for you, Nyla? Awesome. All right. Maggie, welcome to the show. What do you have for us tonight, love? Thank you. <clears throat> All right. Well, it, it didn't start out as, as poetry, but when I write to Vicki, the poetry just comes out of me. So, um, <laughs> and, uh, and she recognizes it more, more quickly than I do. So, anyway... Um, uh, my ex passed away about a month ago, and um, so should I launch into it? Please. We have the mic. Okay. I've been so off since my ex died, feeling so many things and feeling like I'm getting sucked down that deep, dark hole of anxiety and self-doubt, pushing away all that helps and smooths, batting away all that tortures all the confuses, sleeping less, both me and my memories, my regrets waking up, my worthy goodness in doubt. Why is the struggle following me? Can't I cut it off? Step on it, slug it around, kick it to the curb. I feel so chained, so encumbered. Stuff and things and papers and memories, whether good or bad, flutter my breath loosing my bowels, sickening my thing inside that keeps trying to recover from a life, a darkened door hiding my worst fears, aging, dying unresolved, living unresolved, unrequited self-love, wanting to, wanting to want to move out of my wallet, trough of slop I feed at, telling myself I waited too long to leave, I saw it all wrong, knowing that life is gone. No one knows me now. So good I think I am at subterfuge. But myself got fooled. I fooled myself. Like the song, I have squandered my existence. Then I forge on, pretending, faking, fearing happiness, 
only a gilded doll dressed in prickly finery falsity. And a poem. Wow. That was absolutely incredible. I can see why Mama's been wanting you to come on. That's amazing. That was that was just beautiful. Thank you. Yes, it was. It was. There was some lines in there that um, really, really appeared to me. And the use of the words and the poetic use of the words was um, all well done. Thank you so much for sharing. So I'm going to keep a theme going here about the mistreatment of women. And and I'm going to do both my pieces on that. So in the meantime, if um, Maggie, if you want to look for another piece, you can. And do your second piece. I'll do mine, and then we'll come back to you. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Uh, this one's called God Needs a Green Card. Like I said, this is all I'm writing um, for the women. God had a green card, but he cannot get back in the gate. The bricks are thick, but not so tall. I think God may need to scale the wall. Are we safe in structures gated? Must we stay in this prison where women are hated? Our bones are hidden in tunnels, whereas my mother's gone. My sisters have disappeared. Where has my mother gone? Abducted into a cult, suspicious, disinterest, displays their guilt. There's nothing to report. Maybe she has run away to find a new God. Someone has touched her. She is not safe there in her own bed, in her own home. Some black man chanted hate lyrics at her, encouraged by their overseers, Asian cultists, Cursed her in the womb. And in India, they ostracized and brutalized her melanin. Queen of England watches through syphilitic eyes without concern. Beautiful cocoa, vanilla, and mustard babies sold or married off to smelly suitors for sex before puberty. Mere children march and are showcased for the wicked pleasures of men, but should I call them men? Remember, we once ruled this planet. Sisters, remember, we once bore your beloved sons. Now we work and twerk our bodies as we answer to your perversions. We no longer dance to bring rain. We slide down poles reluctantly, displaying our pain. My mother is crying for me. My sisters are crying for me. God will ignite the lamp of justice. God has her green card now, and she shall return us back to our spiritual selves. We dare not become too right, though we must remain agile or be thrown away like a rotten fruit, never to be seen again. God now has her green card and will return us back 
to our spiritual state. Once again, you shall call us heaven. Woman who created man in her womb became the enemy of man and has been cast off. We cannot testify with our ovaries, inverted testicles. Soon there was no natural preferences, no perspective of gender. Man has ceased to procreate, man to bear ovarian fruit. We who remain alive wait, awaiting a foreign God who is eager to receive her green card and save us from our fate. From the hands of a wicked system, we are doused in the agony of acid. Women perish for the mercy of death we pray. For the mercy of death we pray. My mother is crying for me. My sisters are crying for me. God will ignite the lamp of justice. And now he has she has her green earth and shall return us to our spiritual state. Remember, we who once ruled this planet bore your unloved seed that you have turned against us. We shall return them unto our bosoms and once again they shall call us Heaven and peace. That was phenomenal, Mama. Maggie, you want to comment? I'm, I'm amazed. It's um, you know, it's a story that never gets old. It's, and sadly, it's all still true today. So, thank you, Mama. That was wonderful. You're very welcome. And the story never gets old as well as it never gets told. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so, love Maggie, that. Did you, find a second, did you find a second piece? Well, I was going to read the rest of what I had written that same day, some of it. Um, it so I guess I will. Um, let's see. Not everything has deeper meanings, right? I exhaust myself and never resolve myself. So in my day today, I have lots to do, and we're going to a wedding 230 miles away, a niece whom he doesn't like much, and landscape jobs and hair to dye, house to clean, insurance calls and decisions. And I know that you are out there. You are my friend, and I love you. You are with me in my jewelry, in my activism, in my heart that is filled with words unspoken. Thank you for staying connected to me. I fly away, and then I fly back. And to have a friend who does not take my anguish as a personal affront, nor as abandonment, well, it is amazing and comforting. And I thank you. And peace. Oh, wow. wow. Thank you. That was that was personal. I didn't know you. that was part of the poem. Yeah. And I really appreciate it. I'll cherish those words. And I cherish um, you. And I cherish my daughter. Nyla, yes. your Auntie Maggie is phenomenal, so I hope you shut the love. Okay. So, Thanks. Um, Nyla, I'm going to not do a second piece. You're not going to do a second piece? 
No, because you know you got people waiting, and it's like you know, it's uh, not even the global warming itself is just making it hot everywhere. So I know everybody. I'm sweating here in Ohio in October. In October, mm-hmm. people are walking around here with hot to tops on in Cleveland. So we don't even know what to do here. It's <laughs> like <laughs> sweating at night and windows up, and then next thing you know, it's cold, and put the windows back down and. So we don't even know what to do here. And a lot of accidents, because then I used to seeing people in off the tops in the October weather, so it's really going crazy over here. So I'm just going to say, let somebody else come on and let the, you know, we enjoyed what we did. Thank you so much again, Maggie, for coming. Nyla, you need to call me. I've tried to call you, but you don't answer calls uh, during the week or on the weekend. <laughs> you, and you're saying I never answer my phone. I answer texts, but you're right. I don't answer. Well, my no, I don't know. Just I don't feel like doing all that typing. I got something to tell you, so call me. Okay, okay I can one do that. All right, you guys. Maggie, you want to tell everyone how to find you, honey? You know, I really don't have a way. I mean, I'm on Facebook under my name. Um, Maggie Lace, but I don't really hardly go there, so I'm I'm kind of at the beginning of this whole thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can find her here, people. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> you might get jealous. Awesome. Might All right, ladies. We will hear. see you next week. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> All right. You have a good evening. So we can let we can let you go back to the house. All right. So our next caller comes from area code three oh two. Three oh two, you're on the air. Hello and good evening everyone. Hey sweetie, how are you? Okay, can you hear me okay? We can hear you perfectly. All right. I wanna give props to that last poet, um, about the the mothers and the sisters and whatnot, that was uh, that was pretty deep. I felt that. Awesome. Okay. Hey, you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is Ray R A Y. Um, a lot of people call me Hollywood. My pen name is actually Hollywood Dragon. I love dragons. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show, Mr. Dragon. Thank you, and thank you for your time. So I'll jump into it. Um, I'll do one haiku and one poem. Okay. Okay, haiku. Um, Let's see if I can remember this. Tensed hand flinched. Flinched hand released. Slow motion drop. Shattered hands, shattered heart. That's fine. Uh, when, when you're done, say end poem so I know it's not a dramatic pause. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I end up interrupting you in the middle and you have to go, um, Nyla, uh, shut up, please. Right, right. right. <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> that was incredible. And you're going to read a second one? Uh, yeah, yeah, poem. Um, so it goes like this. I'll jump straight into it. I am captivated by your beauty, feeling for certain that worshiping your sexiness is my duty, lady. 
I don't mean to be rude to you, but your style and your originality moves me. Your eyes are like starlit whirlpools that suck me in and drag me under, reminding me of the endless night skies in the middle of the summer. The very sound of your voice ignites flames on the course through my veins. You're the source of my craves that go on and on and on for days, so of course you're to blame. While my thoughts split separate ways, running into the dead ends of my mental caves, searching for the exits of this maze because my mind is in a daze. You see, my soul cries out your name, wondering if the dragon within can finally be tamed. Goddess, can I be the cause of the force behind your orgasmic waves? The uh, <laughs> can I be the cause behind the force and your orgasmic waves, the voice on your answering machine that dares you to press replay. Your inner and outer unmatched beauty has left me completely amazed, and I just want to be that shoulder that you cry on when you need everything to be okay. You see, I desire to be your desire. Let me be that drop of water to ignite your live wires. Let me be that... Hmm. I'm sorry, I forgot that part. Um... <laughs> Uh, can I be? Let me see. Uh-oh, I'm sorry. It's been a while. <laughs> You're absolutely fine. Um, I'll be a dragon. A good to my tiger. Uh, hmm. Oh my goodness. You want to start over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that helps me sometimes because I trip over my face all the time. <laughs> so you're good. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. I am captivated by your beauty, feeling for certain that worshiping your sexiness is my duty. Lady, I don't mean to be rude, see, but your style and your originality moves me. Your eyes are like starlit whirlpools that drag me in and suck me under, reminding me of the endless night skies in the middle of the summer. The very sound of your voice ignites fire, sending flames in a course through my veins. I go on and on for days, so of course you're to blame. Why my thoughts split separate ways, running into the dead ends of my mental cage, searching for the exits of this maze because my mind is in a daze. You see, my soul is out your name, wondering if the dragon within can finally be tamed. Can I be the cause of the force behind your orgasmic waves? The voice on your answer machine that dares you to press replay? Your inner and outer unmatched beauty has left me completely amazed, and I just want to be that shoulder that you cry on when you need everything to be okay. You see, I desire to be your desire. God, just let me be that drop of water to ignite your live wires. I'll be your dragon if you be my tiger. Hmm. Can I be a part of the future that you're facing as you hold me in your arms? Can we grow old together sharing drinks and inside jokes at the local bars? Because if you're ready for me, then all that stands an hour away are a couple of busy highways and a pocket full of stars. And poem. And a pocket full of stars. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was really beautiful. Both pieces. Great job on them. I'm really glad that you found your way here. And that that uh, you shared those, it's just awesome. Yeah, I caught you at the last minute. You just so happened to hop up on my Facebook uh, timeline, and I was just like, "Oh, let's try this." <laughs> well, I'm glad you did. And now that you're here, you know, you're family now. So, you know, we're on the air every Thursday. We 
we're going to be doing uh, here like the first, sometime either the first or second week of November, we're going to be celebrating our 15th year anniversary of being on the air. Wow. And uh, so I hope you I hope you keep coming around because I'd really love to get to know you and your work better and being able to uh, share with everyone. Yeah, sure, definitely. Awesome. And are you so you're on, you got the feed? So you're on my was it on a group or were, are you on my Facebook page? Um, it was a uh, what would you call it? I guess it was a group. Um, it just popped up and it said you know open mic night going on. Uh, press mm-hmm. this button and go here and go there and to call this number. So. <laughs> and you're here and I'm so excited, Ray. <laughs> yeah, All right. Yeah. So tell us how we can find your page on Facebook. Again. Okay, well, at the moment, the only place you'll be able to find me is Facebook. Uh, it'll be, you know, my name, Raymond Hayes. Um, I'll be the black guy with the glasses and the uh, plaited hair. <laughs> H-A-Y-E-S? Yes. And you've got on a really cool shirt with little abstract designs on it, and you're kind of tilted? Yeah, you're very fast. You're very fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, I'm going to put the uh, Raymond's link into the chat room so you'll have it. There you go. All right. Very All cool. Right. All right. You guys have a good evening. You too, and we'll talk to you next week? Yes. Perfect. I'm going to be sending you a friend's request, and then I will update you. Oh, we are friends. We are on. Oh. We, not only are we in the same groups, but we are. We are Raymond. I know you. You How about that? You were in college, weren't you? Mm-hmm. I'm teasing that... you. I'm teasing you. Oh. That doesn't even get worth. That isn't even worth getting repeated. I was being a smartass. All right, oh. sweetheart. So I'm going to make sure that you are on the list to get the notifications for the show, if that's okay with you. That's fine. That way, we when we do the show, a little thing will pop up in your other your newsfeed outside of the group as well, because. Right. Uh, yeah, I would love to have you come back and, and share more. I want to make sure that happens. So I'm not really being a stalker, but I'm kind of your stalker now to make sure that you get information on this. It's okay. Won't we'll be the first stalker I've had. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be the funnest, I promise. The whole community is stalking you now. All right, Uh-oh. Raymond, great job tonight, sweetheart, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for finding your way here. All right, no problem. <laughs> Thanks, son. Very cool. Okay, 807, you are our next caller. 807, you might be on the air now, maybe. Are you on the air now? Yes, I am. I am on the air. Hey, Robbie, baby. <laughs> Hello. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that, that ding was star. <laughs> she said to say hi to you. Uh, oh, she, she tell her a big smoochy face. Tell, me, tell her I'm giving her a smoochy face. Ready? Ready, wait. That was for her. Oh, God, that hurt my lip. Ow. Okay. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> After all that, I'm a multitasker, too. And I'm. by the <laughs> way, I'm used to you sneaking around my apartment. It's been years. It's been years now. I'm, I'm used to it. <laughs> Am I doing that? See, I do all kinds of shit I don't even know about now. Yeah, well, you know, you're always talking about stalking, right? So, and you're like, oh, I'm already your friend, and I'm thinking, oh, she can't even keep track of who she, who she 
stalks at night now. <laughs> oh, you it's know, that guy. It's oh, that, that, I cannot that be guy's blamed pr- for that. I cannot be blamed for that because I have over 5,000 friends on that page for the speakeasy. Exactly. And unless you all call in, yeah. you know, membership has its privileges. I, I, I yeah. just, I, my brain's old and I can't juggle that much. <laughs> You don't call in for a while, she's going to stop following you. <laughs> that is so not true. Following, following you around the block, that is. <laughs> oh, I may follow him more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so I was going to read one called Anchor and then a, a math poem, but uh, I, I was just kind of curious and I looked up a Raven poem and... Uh, and uh, I know uh, Star likes crows and ravens, and I've come to like them more too. I have a a leucist no, not a leucistic, a, a palbide, uh, no, a piebald crow uh, that lives in my well, almost like right next door to me. I think he's on my rooftop sometimes, and it's a, uh, it looks partially albino, and it's just he's she's just gorgeous, just absolutely and utterly gorgeous. I have some pictures of her, of course. Like one where she's taken flight, and uh, it's just amazing. And um, one of my neighbors has a, a name name for her. The thing is, I think it's a female, and she's got... <laughs> but the, unfortunately, the other crows pick on her sometimes, because she's different, and you know how nature is. But anyways, I'm getting off track. <laughs> so this is the sacrifice to the raven. Sacrifice made to that eldritch spirit, trickster of the cosmos. Your call calls to me in an unknown way. My spirit hangs from Odin's tree in sacrifice to you to gain your mysterious power. Sharpness of perception, impossible to mortal eyes. The runes of your divination ruin self-deception as conception of truth is brought into sharp focus. The loci of your mysterious call sounds calling forth a dark but invigorating magic that ruins the runes of all lies. My sacrifice is secret and known only to you, O dark spirit of the sky, as my body pulses and pries forth at the walls of eldritch magic to bring forth your mysterious might. Call to me with your mysterious voice of your desires for my servitude to you on this earthly plane, so that the pain in my heart may be taken away, the pain that comes from the ache of escape of limitations, a release in liberation from earthly cares and concerns. And there is a Silent Hill song uh, that had inspired that. I love I love the music in Silent Hill. God, I love it. <laughs> and then the second one is a math poem, and... Uh, was, I was re- I'm reading this a little bit because well you're talking about how math makes you cramp up right and I've had yeah. that experience in my life uh, I used to test math and I I used to it made me feel like I was dumb I think and uh, that's never a, never a nice feeling especially when you have other crap in your life that com- compounds that and, and I had that and uh, as I've come into my adult life and well, you've seen all the things that I've been doing, right? Like left, right, and center. And taking the math course again, it's just like a whole new ball game. Now it's I love math, and partly because I can understand it. And it's it's a bigger thing than one would realize. Like I, 
it just feels so good to be able to figure those things out and to know that I can, right? And like, I feel I figured out uh, a question on infinities on my own, and that just blew me away, you know. So to me, that's like, like a huge thing. That's an important thing. It's a self-esteem thing, and it makes you feel like you know you have a certain intelligence that you didn't think you had. So that's that's a really big thing for me. Anyways, numbers spring forth as readily as words, language of all reality, tautologies telling a tale of both eternity and infinity. Mobius strips strip bare the facets of reality that seem so rational, as improbabilities and possibilities come into focus, oddities and improbabilities for the human mind to ponder upon. Do we discover the universe, or does it discover us? Do we unbind the structure of its numbers, or do they present themselves for us to bear witness to, to discover and comprehend as we apprehend the mystery of all things? Rationality comes to the surface after rational thoughts and order pass on by. What a paradox for the universe's structure and nature to be built upon infinities and eternities, Tall and pie, making my neurons sigh with their beauty, their beautiful irrationality. And as my mind struggles to make sense of it all, I embrace the all of it, rational and irrational, finite and infinite, the geometers of and mathematicians of the universe. They decode the mystery of the universe, laying its beauty bare before my feet. And reading that actually made me tingle. So, <laughs> you know, you know, you're doing a good job with your own poetry when you're like, I'm getting high off of my own drug, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that kind of like self-medicating? <laughs> yeah, in the best way possible. Exactly. Yeah. I, I your uh, your page cracked me up, by the way, with the uh, with the. I, I play with all those shirts, and they say I play with dead things. I play with dead things, yeah. That's my yeah. that's my site name. That's my my tagline on the sites that I do. Yeah. I play with dead things. I, I make myself laugh because one of my thoughts was, now if there was if there was a guy and he saw that on underwear, he would just run. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! What did I get into? <laughs> now I have to get myself a pair of I play with dead things boy shorts. Yeah. Yes, you gotta. You're gonna have to make. You're gonna have to make those nylete. <laughs> I am. Gosh you're gonna have to get it. Zazzle. You're gonna have to get Zazzle on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh boy, we had to take this woman on. We just had to. <laughs> anyway, All so right. that or those are my two poems, uh, and the uh, the Raven poem was for uh, for Star. I have a couple of other Raven poems. Uh, I had sent those off uh, so that she can read the other two. And uh, like I say, I've, I've come to appreciate. I've really, I really like the trickster. I, I find the trickster to be a fascinating figure. It's, it's that kind of. I like figures that that teeter on that edge between. They're not really good. They're not really evil, and they they shake things up. And sometimes you could say that they're doing it for good. Sometimes you can't. It's it's just that whole. I just like that whole chaotic neutral. of it. Yeah, chaotic, chaotic neutral. There you go, chaotic neutral. Thank you, my dungeon master. You're welcome. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, uh, uh, is is, Nor- is Noreen up next? She uh, said she's going to call in next week. I don't know if she's taking too long. We for do her, not but... have Noreen up next. No, we have Eric up oh, next. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure because I didn't want her to 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 miss out on calling if if she was waiting for a while. <laughs> okay then. Yeah, I don't. We don't have. No, oh, I don't see her on the line. Okay. Hmm. Okay. All right. Fantastic job, my love. Thank you. You bet. And, and tell Star that I love her dearly. No, I, she she was listening, so she's probably heard you. But uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll let her know. <laughs> she is my little moon child, and I love her. Uh, my little star child, but moon child, because yes, you know, yes. them and moon moon's mommy and star's a child. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> don't know what I'm thought. saying. <laughs> it's you're Something. a poet. It all just comes out. It just all comes out, and <laughs> you know. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Robbie. Thanks, son. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. As I said, our next caller is area code 903. 903, you're on the air. Hello, Narla. This is Eric Shellman. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome, Eric. How are you? Did you hear Shelley earlier read a poem that you influenced in style? Yes, I did. It was great. Great Isn't job. Cool? I heard too. Yeah. Yes. That's really cool. That's so what's awesome going on with you, my love? I've been thinking about you. Right. Well, I've been working like crazy, riding when I can, and, uh, you know, just doing my normal grind. And uh, just I uh, my Facebook got infiltrated, as usual. Someone in San Antonio kept uh, logging into my account. And I don't live in San Your Antonio. Your new account? Yeah, my newest account. Yeah, I I made a post about it too. Yeah. Well, I've been gone for two weeks, so <laughs> you have to fill me out oh, all the details. All right. Well, somebody's been in my account, and uh, it showed that they must have my IP address or something. I don't know, but they uh in, they infiltrated. Well, when you figure it. out who it is, let me know. I'll go kick him in the shin for you. Okay. All right, yeah, I appreciate that. No problem, I do that. I'm I'm there for you, babe. I got your back. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, I've just been extremely busy. Uh, I got off at 7, actually, and I didn't get to my apartment until like 7.20, and then my neighbors wanted to talk to me briefly. Um, We had some crazy nonsense happen here, and uh, one of my neighbors, her fiancé, killed himself on Sunday in the RV park that I live in. And uh, apparently another neighbor went to work and said that he hung himself. And I'm like, how, you know, how do you know that? So the cops actually found the body in the woods. Like there's a little woodsy area where I live by and there's a little pond and they found the body there. So you're crazy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, (laughs) a... pretty wild close to home but uh but other than that yeah just been chilling uh i'm reading uh the, the history of philosophy right now and it started with the greeks uh started with Thales actually um and they started with the greek cosmologists and they didn't just do philosophy they equated everything and tried to ask a question basically what started 
the universe and how did we materialize and so on and so forth. It was very interesting. Uh, this dude's, uh, he's, uh, well, he's not alive anymore, but he was a Jesuit and he wrote these long books. There's like, I think there's 10 of them and someone decided to publish them three volumes at a time. So I got them at half price book for a lot cheaper than they normally are, but, uh, they're pretty good so far. Um, and I haven't gotten, I gotten, I gotten pretty far so far and they they does pretty good explaining each philosophy. And to me, I like to, to, uh, read other people's thoughts and ideas and, you know, it's like a history of idea, I guess you could say that. So eventually I'll be writing a philosophy, history of philosophy poem too. So, but I haven't, I haven't started that yet. It's a long endeavor, but I got, uh, American Cowboys is up first. So, you know, I live in Texas, so kind of <laughs> one of my southern heritages. So, all right. Uh, American Cowboys by Eric Shulman. Always adhering to the code of the West and helping out with manifest destiny in Americans' Western expansion by fulfilling orders and selling them where their demand for beef was extremely high. Eating beans, hard biscuits, dried meat, dried fruit, coffees, and camp bread as staples along the trails. Rounded up cattle for the railroad transport, influenced and inspired by Mexican, Spanish, Native American, Vaqueros, who were Texas's first cowboys, came from diverse backgrounds, including African-Americans and English-speaking settlers from Eastern United States and Europe, ate hard cheese, salted pork, corn dodgers, antelope, or deer killed by a cowboy, corn, apples, tomatoes, squash, and had Sara Perilia as treats. Notrociously noted for their horsemanship, showmanship, lassoing abilities, rounding up, driving cattle for long distances, building frontier homes, repairing fences, carrying and tending to the horses, cattle drivers on different trails on the range dealt with excessive heats and humidities, wore large hats with wide brims to protect them from the sun, boots to help them ride horses and bandanas to guard them from dust. Boys as young as 11 were hired as hands to round up and drive cattle on trails. Occasionally developed bad reputations for being lawless, and some were banned from certain establishments. Yammering, y'alls, yee-haws, yellow belly, you're a daisy if you do, sang songs, played guitars or harmonicas, and wrote poetry. That's in peace. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Well, I was trying to uh, portray uh, kind of like just just a little narrative. Uh, I did a lot of research on it. I didn't add whiskey because not every cowboy actually drank whiskey. It was a big, you know, it's been popularized in most Western movies. But uh, in the research, not everybody did. So I didn't add that part. But there were people that there were there were American cowboys that drank a lot of whiskey, too. So, but, <laughs> yeah, there were. Yeah, so I might add that on later. But uh, anyways, I got another one. Y'all doing? You're still doing two poems, or no? Please, yes. Okay. All right. Well, this one's not completely finished, but uh, 
It's uh, called Royal, and it's R U R A L. And I'm not probably I'm not uh, pronouncing it right, but Texans. So Royal Texans by Eric Shulman. Constantly chasing fleeting cloud cover shades, working in extreme heats and humidities. Masters of building, burning, and maintaining camp, bond, barrel, and ring fires. Mastering southern ingenuity with everything they do. Mastering fishing and hunting for fun and survival. Adhering to the code of the West. Chivalry, gallantry, curtsy, and southern hospitality. Saying yes and no, ma'am. Yes and no, sir. Tending to all sorts of livestock. Adapting and overcoming parasitic insects. Dealing with and killing wild snakes, possums, coyotes, wolves, raccoons for killing and eating their livestock, living on and tending to their farms and ranches, practicing self-sufficiency with maintaining their homes in woods, forests, and lakes, breaking and riding horses, still having and attending rodeos, hauling and transporting livestock on 18-wheeler trucks, driving big, small trucks, cars, and SUVs, hauling huge trailers, mastering grilling, barbecuing with propane gas, charcoal or smoking with wood chips and maintaining and maintain fires and maintain fires dressing as American cowboys and cowgirls or different modern versions of their styles courting women and marrying them that's my end piece so far <laughs> I love it and that thank was you. incredible I can tell you have so much fun with your writing I and it I just I enjoy it so much. Yes, I do. I definitely do. Uh, well, thanks for having the platform. Thanks for having me on. Um, gonna let the next next poet jump on and not take up too much time. Uh, I will send you an email to uh, Speakeasy Cafe, and okay. uh, I can give you my number for now because I'm not on Facebook. I might jump on. I might make a new Instagram here in a little while before I go to bed, but. Uh, that hadn't seemed to be messed with yet. So, uh, but anyways, I can I can do that here in a little bit. So, so you can keep in contact with me on a more personal level. And I don't know if I can get back on that Facebook either. So, but it's We're all good. That, it, eh? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, for sure. Well, have a great night. I'll try to be on next time. Um, I do got. A poem written for your show for November. You're doing the 15th anniversary, right? Or is that the end of mm-hmm. this month? It'll be okay. the first two weeks of November. One of the, one okay, of the cool. Awesome. awesome. Sweet. Well, I got that, and I got my Halloween poems. I'm actually, I finished my one that has nine poems in one. <laughs> you I did nine poems. Thanksgiving now. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, well, yeah, I could do that, yeah. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> but I'm actually working on another one that has uh six or actually it might have nine more forms. It's I did I did the form for one one different form for each stanza, which is a real pain. <laughs> but you know me, I like my challenges and I made them up too, so so like on one I have haiku, I have sinru, I have alphabet poem, I have Diamante, and then so on and so forth. And I'll read those later. When you're doing your Halloween uh, 
the Thursday, that, the Thursday before. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I'll definitely try to be on there. I got that, and I'll try to finish my other one. So I'm working on another, my second experimental poem, too. So, but it's quite, it's quite the challenge. It's fun, though. You know, I like my challenges, and I like my <laughs> forms. So have a great night. Great talking to you, Nyla. I'll try to be on as uh, much as I can. Sometimes I'm working, like, four to, uh, work is starting to pick up, too. So sometimes I'm working four to five jobs, and uh, I'm still working with my dad, but there's times when we go all over. So, but I'll try to get in as much as I can. Like I said, I got home at, like, 7 p.m. Central time here. So just just in time, and then I had to drive to my camper from my dad's house, too. So. Yes. But All then right. I jumped on. All right. Well, have a great night. I'll uh, email you here shortly before I go to bed, and I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much right, for the platform. And thanks for everything you do for us and supporting us, too. All right. You're have welcome, a great one. Sweetheart. Talk to you later. Too. Bye. Thank you. Okay. Our next, you're welcome. Our next caller comes from area code 585. You're on the air. That should be Doug. Doug, are you with me? Are you muted? Mr. Curry? I'm not muted anymore. <laughs> Hi, sweetheart. Hey, how you doing? I'm but doing I think wonderful. I I turned away from my poem while I was getting unmuted. So watch this. Watch me knock myself right off the air. Are we still there? We are. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, nice stuff, everybody. I enjoyed everything I've heard so far. Um, got some things, little bit short things here. It's called, um, I was just wondering. If you can build a ship in a bottle, find a cure in a petri dish, somehow know that gold lies in a pot at the end of the eternity of a rainbow. In seeking to find it, does love have a prescription, how it starts, when it's done, who gave it its definition, what it is, what it's not, and what it is when it's not? I was just wondering, haplessly wandering, an off-course wayfarer now adrift in the waters, first placid, first placid, then tempestuous in a sea of love and and walk. That was incredible. Just a, a little mind-meandering, as it was. Mind man, I like that. <laughs> um, Mind meandering. One of uh, my favorite poems that I have written was an early poem that I wrote called "The Nursery Rhyme," and I've done it here. But I kind of, I kind of like nursery rhymes one because they rhyme and because they have morals. Very often there's, there's, there's something to the story beyond just what's at the surface. Mm-hmm. So after I wrote that poem, The Nursery Line, I kind of really enjoyed it so much that I returned to the theme. Now, to understand this, you would need to know about the uh, 
the princess and the pea. Does anyone or does everyone understand about the princess and the pea? And I guess she was to prove she was a princess because she could feel a pea under a mattress or under several mattresses, and she was supposed to be that delicate. Yeah, they didn't believe that she was royalty, and the queen was testing her to find out if she was a true princess. Mm Hmm. Well, this is called Mother Hubbard Meets the Princess. Old Mother Hubbard would share from her cupboard such things as she could afford. If all the dogs were bone, so those were all gone. Not one thing did she hoard. Went to the castle, and then, and this she said, Princess, dear princess, beneath your bed, there's a pea we need for a meal. Give us your one pea too many to those who haven't any, or how much better you'll feel. My cupboard is bare, and I really don't dare ask the big bad wolf to share. Those porkers three have hid in a tree since he arose from his lair. She begged and she pleaded for what the folk needed, and it almost went for naught. The princess wasn't buying. She was outright defying this love thy neighbor thought. But along came Jackie Horner from his favorite corner and offered to share his pie. And little Miss Muffet arose from her tuffet and said, Give these curds a try. It was a dinner party in the square. Everyone brought something to share with the other creatures of fairy tale land. While the princess cried on her bed, rubbed her back, shook her head, and stared at a pebble in her hand. Not a pea, not a princess. End poem. Wow. I I give you five stars on that one. Just a fun little thing. It was, it was, and I, you know, there's poem, I've written poems using uh, nursery rhymes as an inspiration, and it is a lot of fun. And so, I mean, you did that, you did that incredibly well throughout that whole piece, using all the references and tying them together to where it was just, you know, told this exact story you were trying to tell. Fantastic job, love. I want to ask your indulgence just for a moment because there's a gentleman, mm-hmm. I've heard him here before, and I'm sorry that I can't say I remember his name, but he's on tonight, and he at times speaks of uh, mathematical poetry or mathematics in poetry, and it makes me recall a very early, very short piece that I wrote, something that I learned in the 10th grade, I guess that would have been 10th grade math, but I really found that to be true in life. And it's called Blessed Solitude. It's very short. One is a whole number unto itself. Divisible only by itself to remain whole. Complete within itself. There is only one. And poem. There's only one. There used to be on some of the poetry sites, and there's still, you would hear women on there saying things like, knowing what their worth is, 
and going to find the one who completes her. And divisible only by itself to remain whole. There's only one. There's only the one you sought out with that you wind up with. Yeah. What's the point? Well, it's a mathematical truth, but it's really a truth of of humankind. There's a lot to think about there, isn't it? (laughs) There might be. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe I was trying to make you think. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So what about it? Yeah, that's that's true. (laughs) But for those people to whom it's not obvious, then there's probably a lot to think about. I agree. you're not sure that there's nothing greater than, and it, it all, be, you know, I don't care who you think you're a part of, you are one of a kind. It starts, ends with you. You can take exactly. it where you want and bring it from where you want. But, you know, only you close your eyes at night and open them in the morning. Exactly. Very well said. All right, Mr. Curry, do me a favor and tell everyone how they can show you love. Well, I'm on Facebook under my full name, the one my mother gave me, Douglas Curry. And um, I'm on um, allpoetry.com as manchild, M-A-N-C-H-I-L-L-D, 99. And that's where I post poetry and read poetry that other writers put and I recommend that site to anyone who likes to write poetry and might need a good place to keep things organized. It's a very good site. Allpoetry.com. Very cool. All right, Doug. Thank you for getting in tonight. You got in early. That's great. And we will talk yeah. to you next week. All right. Well, thank you. And thank everybody. Have a great night. Thank you, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have about 20 minutes left. We have area code, uh, our last caller for the evening will be area code 714-506 and 919, it looks like. So let's go ahead and bring on, I think this is Jackie. 714, you're on the air. Hey, Ms. Nigla, how are you? Hi, sweetheart. I knew that was you. How are you doing, sweetheart? Can cannot hear you. If you're talking, I cannot hear you. Oh my! Can you hear? Is this better? It is better. Yes. And bad again. Oh. Do I have a bad connection? Are you can talking you on speakerphone or Bluetooth? I am. Is it speaker or Bluetooth? um, It's, it's, uh, you know what? Um, If my vehicle is connected to the... Oh, 
breaking through my garage. You are pulled over, right? Um, can you hear me now? Is this better? Yeah, it is better. Are you pulled over? You're not driving, oh. are you? Oh, no, I'm not. My my Someone was in my truck, and, and I was wondering if it was connected to my truck. I think that might be the problem. But it's my oh, you truck sound great now. now. You can hear me better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. See? Nosy people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. So what's going on with you, love? What would you bring us tonight? This is called... By me, Jacqueline Slayton, the AKA Poetic Peacock Vibe. All righty. Okay. And I'll, I'll, only, I'll only read one, okay? Since this one's time. Never, ever look the inward directly in their eyes and smile. This is not a suggestion. Heed this warning and run for your life. Please. Do not ignore the signs. To save yourself, consider this as my advice. The inward will always take more than they give. So let me be clear. At the risk of sounding repetitive again, I implore you to save yourself before bits and pieces of you are all that is left. Feeding the beast will not be cheap. You must realize the price paid will be too high, all because you refuse to listen to the voice of your own intuition. Screaming, do not give the inward your time and attention. Doing so is giving permission to devalue empathic acts of kindness, to misconstrue your intentions as the incentive to introduce you to their temporary representative. Anything more than a split-second glance is a guaranteed chance for you to be catfished. Tricks by the inward, bait and switch. This charming schemer intends to bleed your vitality dry. At first, you won't see the inward coming, this master of disguise. They are not clearly transparent, not easy to recognize. It is hard to identify what actually lurking behind their manipulative eyes. Yes, the poor dust rise up daily. Direction just to hear them speak. And you can best believe the inward expects to receive the spotlight at every event and party, captivating their audience, laughing loud and hearty starving for a seething frenzy on compliments and accolades, while standing center stage telling exaggerated stories, distorting truth into make-believe, receiving support from their flying monkeys to protect the inward against any perceived slight or unknown offenses. Casting doubt to at some other poor fool's Escorting behind convincing lies to exploit agendas, hiding behind mirrors and spokes to stoke the flame to disdain, to discredit names with campaign spawned by a vindictive rampage. The sole mission of the N word is to ensure that you will be wounded and hurt. 
It will be a very long wait. What for them is not broken, therefore does not exist. Are you there, hon? I am. Oh, no. Have I been reading this and you haven't heard a word I said? Can the, you hear me? Like the, la- the last couple seconds you cut out. We've been listening. Oh. You've been on fine oh in the last couple seconds you cut out. So back up a oh couple stanzas and go ahead. Okay. Um, wounded and hurt. Oh. Hmm. I don't know if you heard. Uh, the sole intention of the N-word is to ensure that you will be wounded and hurt. It will be a very long wait if you think the N-word is capable of change. They won't attempt to fix what for them is not broken, therefore does not exist. Refusing to accept any ownership for their destructive patterns in relationships, if you are unhappy, it is your own fault. They are always right, and you will always be wrong. Why you, you ask? Was there something you did to deserve this? Chronically ruminating, replaying every word, questioning yourself. What did you do? Told, if you don't know, something must be wrong with you. But the answer is, you did nothing. Well, that's not exactly true. Did you transform into Captain Save-A-Soul, a superhero to the rescue? or excuse bad behavior, then move heaven and earth to become their savior. Maybe you created movable boundaries, made yourself too available for the ungrateful one to abuse your love to use against you as fuel. The N-word will devalue the empathic people-pleaser's efforts and, efforts and time and will deny reasons to apologize. Instead, we'll present a mouthful of excuses and lies, resenting you for allowing yourself to become their personal supply. So you see, it does not matter how much you love or how hard you try to prove your loyalty to stay by their side. The N-word will use every trick in the N-word handbook for you to become codependent, a disposable mess, always on edge as a nervous wreck, The N-word stays ready to teach you a lesson for daring to make a decision without first consulting their opinion. Who do you think you are? Certainly not your own person. The N-word sees you as their extension. Therefore, you are their sole possession. And it will cost you plenty for the love you seek. It It won't be easy or given for free, at least not without a penalty. And you will put in hard work to eventually learn the price was not worth the sacrifice. To expect love and respect from the N-word, you will not get. The N-word will only take and then take a little more. Any request asking for help will, ensure, will surely be ignored. With no regard for how they made you feel, denying appeal after appeal for an explanation To help you understand the situation becomes ammunition used as triggers aimed towards unhealed emotions. 
For the N-word, it is just a game, played without caution for their self-gratification. The cause and effect of flicking matches will eventually gaslight an explosion. And once you have given up hope when enough is enough of the breadcrumbs, love bombs, and oppositionality, the N-word will sense a different mindset that has altered your personality. And they can see you are desperately needing to break free. But in reality, the N-word secretly does not believe you will actually leave. To find your courage, you will need to dig deep to fortify your inner strength. To take your power back, it may become imperative to make zero contact. And once you are gone, the N-word may beg and plead for your return. They won't make it easy and will not care who or what gets burned once the tables have finally turned. You will find behind the inward are trails of smoldering embers. No one is safely out of harm's way from the inward volatile temper. So believe me when I say you did nothing wrong except care too much and stay too long. And do not blame yourself if you begin to feel insane after the triple threat of anxiety, guilt, and shame persuade you to soothe their superficial aches, praying you won't suffocate or even worse, catch a case behind all of the inward crazy-making nonsense. When you are suffering silently, ignoring your own pain, the inward appears to feel, com- to feel comfortably content. Eventually, you will finally resist the love-bombing tactics, the inward attempts with empty promises to say and do whatever it takes to pull you back in. They may even appear to come unhinged, dysregulated due to your absence. The inward will not forgive or forget and has kept a meticulous mental checks and balances list. One thing is certain, the inward will be plotting a revenge. The world you once knew will no longer exist, requiring frequent couch visits with a professional therapist, a trained specialist to help you embrace new ways to navigate, to regain your life once damaged by the narcissist. Oh, my God, I got through it. I got through it. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it all, but I got through it. Yeah, you backed up just a perfect amount. You know, it's really funny. Anyone who has spent any time with someone who is a true narcissist, that that poem will bring terror. I mean, it's just it's an experience like you can't even imagine. You know, people tease all the time, oh, they're so narcissistic, but when you meet a true narcissist... Uh, uh, yes, an NPD. Yes, ma'am. You, you, you'll know it. <laughs> you'll know. It's pretty dang and, frightening for sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. But, mm-hmm. you know, the world needs to know. Someone, you know, if, if it helps anyone, I just want to let them know. Run. <laughs> run, run, run fast and far. Yep. Fantastic job on that, sweetheart. I loved it. Well, I'm sorry I faded out. I don't, you know, and I'm, I'm, Trying to get over a cold. Every time I sneeze or cough, I I I, I get terrified. <laughs> oh, no, no, you only cut out for a that. couple seconds, and I let you know right away because you know you don't. I I wanted to make sure that you were heard. So, you know, we don't always do it pretty on here. Sometimes technical things mess us up, but, but we always do it, and we're just hanging out and having fun. And you read perfectly, so it was awesome. Right on. Right. 
right on. I like that. Okay. Well, um, you can find me. Um, <clears throat> although I haven't been on Facebook in a while, um, I still have um YouTube channel, um, Gratitude to You, and my podcast will be starting hopefully next week. It's called uh, Got Guilt. Perfect. Damn shame. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Good job tonight. All righty. Thank you, Nyla. You stay safe out there. Stay you healthy. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller, I believe, actually is Lady A. Let's get – oh, nope. Wrong one. Wrong one. Here we go. 506. You're on the air. Hello, and it is Lady A. How are you? I am doing wonderful, sweetheart. It's great to hear from you. Nice to be heard. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I know you're short for time, so I won't I won't um, take too much of it on, but I have a couple of poems. They're not very long. Um, one is called Carolina Calling, and I love this piece because it's about... Um, the Carolinas, but uh, I think it's a, a beautiful place. I've only been to part of it and uh, uh, in North Carolina, and uh, I would love to go back and visit. So this is how that goes. Carolina Calling, Appalachian Mountains, Blue Ridge, and Smoky to North Carolina, rich in history. Let's review Cape Hatteras Island, her famous lighthouse guides, Ships and sails and all who fail to see land in darkest night. Decades, even centuries, hooves have danced in sand. Silk manes and ponytails blow in Carolina's wind. Wild horses gallop and trot on shores of outer banks. Freedom rides along the tides. For them we all give thanks. From sea to mountains, music sings the legends healing plants and herbs collected and preserved, foxglove, Indian tobacco, butterfly weed, and Oswega tea, Appalachian medicines, our good earth gives up for our health. Beaches for worshippers of sun and sand and sea, white sand as far as I can see. Creator of perfect paradise, a magnetic force pulls me in, Holy ground, holy water, give sustenance therein. End poem. That was incredible. And your next one? My next one is a little bit dark or a lot dark. It's called I'm Still Here. She was different, attuned with the world around her. She could see into the souls of others. No one hears her as she shouts, I'm still here. Trees in the forest bend with branches pointing low. They disapprove. They whisper in the wind. She is unique, yet criticized for the gifts she has. There is no healing, no way for the hurts to mend. Into the stream she wades for respite. She seeks relief from lifelong disapproval. Amid a canopy of green and golden sunlight, up to her neck, then under the, for pain's removal. 
weightless. She views this underwater world. In the murky depths, she is free. Vegetation waving in slow motion. Swimming with the current, she is at ease. She opens her mouth and breathes the water in. With another breath of liquid in her chest, her spirit leaves her body. She is now at rest. And poem. Damn. Dark, yes. Amazing, yes. Emotional, damn. Thank you. You are very welcome. All right, baby girl, tell everyone how to find you. Um, on Facebook is Andrea Wheaton, and at All Poetry. Um, dot com under the group a team of voices and my pen name is Lady A perfect alright thank you so much for calling in tonight honey thank you for hanging in there and for reading tonight and you did a fantastic job thank you very much for having me (laughs) you're very welcome pleasure with ours alright you guys our next caller dun 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 oh come on come on why is this messing up? Here we go. All right, our next caller comes from area code nine or nine one nine. Nine one nine, you're on the air. Yes, yes, yes. Good evening, Nyla. <laughs> hey, Granville, how are you? What do you have for us tonight? I have a poem that is called. Let me see if I can find it first. <laughs> I have, a, I have a piece because it's called Chances Are. Chances Are. So let me let me wish you happy 15th anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. We have that celebration coming up. It's either going to be the first or second week of November. So, yeah, we're really excited. 15 years is a long time. Yeah, you know, you know what? Uh, I came home and I almost forgot, you know. I was just sitting down playing some, sitting playing some cards with my son, and I said, "Damn, <laughs> Nyla, Nyla hit me up all year, you know." Uh, so I said, "Let me, let me call." But I look at the time and I realized that I had had 20 minutes, so I hook up. Oh, I'm glad you were able to get in, hon. Okay, this this poem is called "Chances Are." Never give up, never give up, for hope springs eternal, and chances are, chances are that things might go right, and chances are that things might go wrong. Take a chance, do this, try that, plant a seed and watch it grow, or not, yet Chances are that it might. Chances, chances, chances are, my friend. You are one in a quarter million sperm. You are winning. You are winning. Follow your heart. Pursue your dreams. For we will never pass this way again. Face your fears. And don't be afraid, for sometimes fear is an illusion. 
for chances are, chances are. Make a habit of seeing the cup half full and always remember that chances are, chances are, chances are. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. Put away remorse. Don't grieve too long. For the game of life, it goes on. It goes on. It doesn't stop. It doesn't back up. And it will not slow down. And it will and shall go on without you, with or without you. And remember that chances are, chances are, we all came here by some chance encounter. Chances, chances, chances are. And if you couldn't do it today, doesn't mean that you can't do it tomorrow. For as long as the sun shines, chances are, chances are, chances are. Thank you very much. Wow. Chances are. I love the whole juxtapose of that piece. Just awesome, awesome, sweetheart. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Are you going to read two tonight? I can read two. I can read two. I read the short one here. This is from my first book. This one is called See My Love. See my love as she wanders gracefully down the street. The oncoming winds gushes her cheeks as she lifts, as she tilts her head loftily, adding, adding luster to her already glowing form. Having served her, the wind departs, bidding her farewell. Her eyes are like magic with glances that pierces deep as a sharp sword. She winks, and I am unarmed. Fluttering her eyes, my heart kneels within me, though she knows it not. See, my love, see, my love, she is poetry in motion, is she not? Thank you. She winks and I am unarmed. <laughs> I love it. <Yeah. laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you, Naina. Thank you. You're very welcome, honey. Tell everyone how they can find you. Uh, yes, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook. Oh, and and most most downloading stuff. And I have oh the the video. Remember, I told you about the show I was gonna have. Mm-hmm. Where I was going to perform for 25 minutes? Yep. Naila, I performed for 42 minutes. <gasps> That's amazing. And my audience just sat there. They just, I mean, and let me tell you something. I, I hold my audience when I hold that microphone. There's no doubt about it. I mean, 42 minutes, and they all sat there, and 
I, I could see them as I performed. I could see that they, they was waiting for the letdown, but it never came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every, every poem I performed held, held, it, held them on its own accord. You know, it, it was, I loved it, you know. Of and, course and that's what it I did. Yeah, that's what I want. I actually, my my people tell me tell me I must I must sell it. So I have it on sale for three ninety nine. And the before the two minutes video, my my people say that you know, and I kind of agree with them, you know, because I I need to start generate some money and and look to generate some money because if you don't want to ask, people wouldn't give. This is true. You know so. So I mean, you know, if, if you want to see it, you can just you can just download it for three ninety nine and you know and and look at it. You know, my my son is my businessman and he 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 argues with me all the time. He gets angry when I perform for free and stuff. He I tell him, man, performing for free is like is like advertisement. You know, you you got to pay for advertisement too. You know, so but anyway, it's up there and. And, you know, really, I would like to give you a copy of, of it, but I don't know how I, how I could give you a copy of it because I have, I have a copy of it on my phone. Yeah, but but but, but I couldn't get it sent to nobody, so, but the mobile didn't tell me that I had to put it on, on YouTube for a while and let and lay, lay, lay him download it and stuff. But it's only 3 and people out there in Radio Land, if you, you know, I think you'll enjoy it because it was 42 minutes of of non-stop poetry. That sounds and beautiful. I, yes, Queen, let me tell you something. It was awesome because it's one thing to perform. It's another thing to entertain your audience. Yeah, and I entertain my audience, you know. When, and I could see them. Cause when, I'm, when I'm talking, they're looking at me. You know, and when I finished, the applause was no. Anyway, Nilo, I know it's over now and you got to go. It's almost 11.15, so people follow me on Grandville John Hedgington, Facebook and Instagram, and I'm a poor advocate of myself, so work with me here. Come look <laughs> for me. I'm worth, I'm worth it. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. We will talk to you next week, honey. All right, my dear. Look forward to it. Stay motivated and blessed. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe, Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I want to thank everybody for being here tonight. Cannot wait to talk to you all next week. Is it Thursday yet? All right. Remember your homework. If you happen to miss all the prompts and things I did at the beginning of the show, after the show ends, it will go into the archives, and you can come back and listen to the podcast and grab those. And we will talk to you next week. The piece that I am going to close the show with is Andrea Gibson. It's called Royal Royal Hearts. And we'll talk to you next week, everyone. Thank you and good night. You will never be let down by anyone more than you will be let down by the one you love most in the world. It's how gravity works. It's why they call it falling. It's why the truth is harder to tell. Every year you have more to lose. But you can bury your past 
in the garden by the tulips. Water it till it is so alive. It lets you go. And you belong to yourself again. When you belong to yourself again, remember forgiveness is not a tidy grave. It is a ready loyal knight kneeling before your royal heart. Call in your royal heart. Tell it bravery can never be measured by a lack of fear. It takes guts to tremble. It takes so much tremble to love. Every first date is a fucking earthquake. Sweetheart, on our first date, I showed off all my therapy. I flaunted the couch where I finally sweat out my history. I pulled out the photo album from the last time I wore a lie to the school dance. I smiled and said, that was never my style. Look how fixed I am. Look how there's no more drywall on my fist. Look at my wrist. It's not something I have to hide, I said. Well, I was hiding it. The telephone pole still down from the storm. By our third date, I'd fixed the line. I said, listen... I have a hard time. I mean, I cry as often as most people pee, and I don't shut the door behind me. I'll be up in your face screaming, Seattle is too rainy. Seattle is too rainy. I'm never going to be able to live here, I sobbed on our fourth date. I can't live here. In my body, I mean. I can't live in my body all the time. It feels too much. So if I ever feel far away, no, I am not gone. I am just underneath my grief, adjusting the dial on my radio face so I can take this life with all of its love and all of its loss because I already know you are the place I'm going to finally sing without any static, meaning I'm never going to wait that extra 20 minutes to text you back. And I'm never going to play hard to get when I know your life has been hard enough already, when we all know everyone's life has been hard enough already. It's hard to watch this game we make of love Like everyone's playing checkers with their scars Saying checkmate whenever they get out without a broken heart Just to be clear, I don't want to get out without a broken heart I intend to leave this life so shattered There better be a thousand separate heavens For all my flying parts and none of those parts Are going to be wearing the romance from the overpriced vintage rack Meaning I don't want a single speed bike If I can't make it up the hill I know exactly how many gears I'm going to need to love you well And none of them look hip at the cost coffee shop, but they'd all have God saying, good job, you're finally not full of bullshit. You finally met someone who's going to flatten your kneecaps into skipping stones. Baby, throw me. Throw me as far as I can go. I don't want to leave this life without ever having come home. And I want to come home to you. I can figure out the rain. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.